Hey guys, welcome to Life Lessons, the Gintama Manga Cast, Episode 5. We have a bunch to do today. Yeah. We're, yeah. uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're covering two chapters of the manga this episode. So, this is probably gonna go on for at least a good three, four hours. God, yeah. I, God, I hope it doesn't go on for more than four hours. He's gonna wish that, but then we're gonna end up having such a good talk about it, basically, yeah, crap. Uh, uh, usually, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, basically we're gonna talk about chapters 5 and 6 of the manga, and then, uh, we're gonna have our, uh, life lesson segment, where this time we'll be talking about the chapter titles for both chapters, obviously. And then, uh, we have our anime and manga comparison segment, where we will talk about the corresponding anime episode. And then, uh, I have a few more things than last episode to talk about with, uh, translations and things. Uh... And then I think that'll be the end of the show. Alrighty. So, um, actually, before we get on to it, um, I feel like we should mention the new trailer that came out for the new movie. Oh, yeah. Um, how awesome was that trailer? I will admit, because guys, you don't understand that he's been bugging me about this trailer to be found out on virtual. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, for those who may don't know, there is a... Um, second Gintama movie coming out in July. I don't know exactly when in July, but I think maybe halfway through the month on the 16th. I could be wrong about that. Uh, but uh, apparently we've been getting a lot of um, char- at first we got a lot of like character designs from uh, from the new movie, like in Shonen Jump and stuff. Like uh, I think the first thing that came out were uh, movie designs for Shinpachi and Kagura, which uh, I guess for those who want to see them, uh, maybe I'll put up links to these character designs in the show notes and stuff. But uh, uh, basically, it, I think it's safe to assume that this movie's going to be kind of an alternate timeline, time traveling kind of movie, which I find really interesting. Because the way we're kind of going on this, because like when we first found out about it, we we found out that it was mostly going to be like on White Night in Tokyo. Yeah, because this is at the first. This is the movie that they had that fake trailer for back in like 2008. Yeah, so he's kind of putting two to two together. So he's think so, so he's thinking that it's gonna be like a white knight thing. But then as he watched the preview, as he started watching the character, like the character designs, especially for Shinpachi and Kagura, you look at the background. <laughs> yeah, you notice that the term the somebody took a big chunk out of the terminal and stuff. So. Right, so there's something going on here. <laughs> uh, some kind of post-apocalyptic thing going on, which, uh, I don't know, like, uh, I, I've been reading stuff about the movie, but I don't really feel like talking about it, because I don't completely understand it. And we're not going to try to understand it until we actually get, like, the actual movie, and it actually actually is worthy enough to put stuff to it. Uh, something, yeah. Because I, I hear that, um, apparently... Sunrise is interested in bringing the movie over here, but I, uh, me personally, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be so negative about it. But I'm honestly, I'm not getting my hopes up. If if the movie does come out over here, it's probably going to be subtitle only. I doubt that they would dub it again, but you never know. I don't know. Like guys, I heard like he wouldn't he wouldn't let me watch the dub movie because I haven't gotten that far in the anime, but. 
Well, now you've seen Benny Zacharis, so... Right. If you, like, but I will tell you would never let me watch it. Hey, hey, but, you, I mean, hey, if you want to, you can come on over. I'll, I'll buy the DVD and we can watch the dub together or something. <laughs> which, I'm sure, which I'm sure will be fun. But, like, I heard... He wanted me to hear Chipotle's voice, so he pulled it up on YouTube. Oh, my God. It's, Guys. It's so annoying. It was... Like, I honestly... No lies. Those first five minutes of the movie, I literally would, like, mute... When he was talking, I would mute the YouTube video. You're, you're not the only one. <laughs> he pissed me off with his voice. I cannot stand that. That was annoying. Yeah, it seems like that's what fans universally hate about the dub is Shinpachi's voice. Right, like, get Toki's dub voice, I was able to tolerate. I was able and I, I was okay. I was really okay with Kamer's voice. When I heard Shinpachi, I was like, what the fuck was that? I really, <laughs> I really like Kagura's voice. Plus right, I, I really like her voice. No lie. Her voice is very put together. And plus, I really like the actor. And I think um, Lucy Christian, that particular actor, if she, if, if Sentai ever decided to dub the show, that I think um, Lucy Christian could actually really fit into the character. Yeah, and like, in Toki's um, voice actor, I will say that he did an okay job. He wasn't, he actually was able to tolerate him more than I thought I would. Again, he could get better with time. Yeah, I think, like as he said, I think this guy could actually get much, much better in time. But Shapachi is a dead. He's he's gone. He's not gonna be able to be salvaged. Get get someone else to do Shinpachi, please. Right, because if they use the same guy, this movie's not gonna be salvaged. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, um, let's get back on the preview on the um. Preview. Yeah, but I I thought the preview was pretty good. I'm pretty hyped for the movie. Yeah, okay, people who have seen the movie Air Girls, am I the only one that found Shupachi very attractive? I don't know, I'm sure there are a few few females out there that think Shinpachi's attractive in this movie. I don't know, something about him in this specific, when I saw that preview, because it didn't really hit me when I, saw the, when I saw the character design, but when I heard him say, yeah, 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 I was like, oh my god. <laughs> no kidding, um... I'm I'm surprised I'm surprised you're not saying anything about Okita yet. Okay. Well you guys probably don't know already. I'm a really big fan of Okita. Oh that's right. Yeah, we haven't dis- we haven't discussed that yet because I think this is this is the first chapter chapter five is the first time we see Okita and Hichikata. Okay, because you guys don't know that I'm a really big fan of Okita. <laughs> like, it's kinda sad. And I'm a big fan of Hichikata, so wacky times are ahead. Yeah, so we conflict a lot. <laughs> so when I saw Okita, the first thing like I was, I didn't really care for him until there was one specific episode when his eyes dilated. And he oh, he always went berserk. I was like, oh my god, this guy's amazing. But that's another story. <laughs> but what you guys don't know is that if you guys watch this trailer or have seen his character design, he looks a lot like Kenshin from Aroni Kenshin. Actually, I ha- actually what happens is that I have seen a picture of Aroni Kenshin. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's total. Like I think even on the Japanese website, because I think they have a they have a little mini character bios for uh, all the characters and stuff, and they 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 uh, mention how Okita is supposed to look like that character, <laughs> and I'm like, so, yeah, that's totally intentional. So the trolling. So this is why you gotta love Gintama because they love to troll people. <laughs> so this is so that was just amazing. Parody on his own, but 
if you guys watched the preview and you saw that little glimpse of Okita, didn't he not look crazy as hell? I don't think he looked crazy just so much as, yeah, I'm going to kick your ass. Right. It's just like, I don't know what to say because like, when I saw his face, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like, I just kind of stared at it because it caught me off guard. I was expecting the, the regular stone face, but no, he has this really creepy smile, and his eyes are bigger and dial it's so weird. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, yeah, um, I like it that this movie isn't, um, I like it that there's more to this movie than just the White Knight stuff and the, and the war and everything. Um, I like it that they're adding all this time travel in there, which I, I think it makes it more interesting. I, I forget what the actual title's called in, I forget what it's actually translated to in English, but I think that the movie is actually called like Final Gintama something something or other, and uh, I think they're really trying to hype that this is like the last Gintama anime anything. Which um, if you've if you've been a fan of the series long enough, and you've and if you've been like watching the anime from the beginning, and had had to go through the two hiatuses that have already passed. I think it's safe to say that I don't. I don't think they'd ever end the anime with just a movie. That's true, because um, and what they actually did now, and I believe that, because you had you you're taught it more than I am, but I believe they actually start start the Pacific arc already. Yeah, they're they're done with the uh, new episode slash rerun season that ended a few months ago, so we're on another hiatus at the moment. Yeah, like, did they start a very awkward arc about, I don't want to... About what? About, was it the gender-bending thing you were telling me about? The what? what? To, yeah, did you say that they had an arc about gender-bending? I'm not very sure. Oh, no, 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 that, that's not animated yet. Oh, that's not animated yet? No, that hasn't been animated yet. Okay. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, st- we're still a little bit a ways away from that arc. Okay, because, again, there was a specific arc you told that you were so happy about. Yeah, because it's a good arc. Yeah, and it, like, it cut off on a hiatus. No, that's that's still just manga-only stuff. Okay. Uh, they, they ended... They ended on a one-shot episode, actually. Yeah, so you guys see that? That's, on, that's why I'm kind of like, yeah, they can't end the anime like that if they're just going to end it on one-shot. Yeah, usually, um, like, I know, like, season five, they had a whole episode where um, they're like, oh, we, we're being taken off the air, and we're going to apologize for everything that we've done for the past year, and it was pretty good. And then they, uh, then Sirachi Gorilla came in, farted out a letter, and it was somehow a very tear-jerking moment, and uh, they were like, hey, we might come back, we might not, you never know, but they're going to come back. There's no way that they would just end the anime. Because the anime does really well in Japan, and I know it has a pretty big fan base over there. And plus it makes Sunrise money. I don't think they'd end something that actually makes them money. Well, again, I brought this up with him before, because actually I was watching another podcast that actually brought this up to me, and it made a lot of sense. I said Sunrise is very unpredictable. The reason I say this is because unlike how... People are when they make it, like how directors are in America. They can stop whenever they want, even if it's popular. I mean, they could, but I don't I know. I mean, even if it makes some money, if it stops, it stops. Yeah, well, it. I like. Could you imagine the riots that would ensue 
if, like, people would be pissed if they just up and ended Gintama, or the anime, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I would get mad, too, if they ended it on a one-shot. <laughs> I'd just be mad if they ended it in general. Like, like if, like if they just ended it, like, if... Like, if, like, like, if this movie is literally the end, I think everybody would be really upset. <laughs> like, I think it's gonna turn out to be a ending, like an alternate ending, maybe. I think that'd be kind of cool. Or maybe it's just finally they're trying to use this to hype us up, and then they're just actually answering some questions that a lot of people have been asking for years. I don't know. Like, I feel like they could do that, but I feel like if Sarachi really wanted to do that, he would keep that for manga for the manga. I feel like. I mean, I'm just saying that because there are a lot of questions that a lot of people have been asking, and since we are since they were going on about White Knight in Tokyo. Maybe they're answering some questions that we didn't know about that we could have answered in certain arts, and then finally answering in movies. Um, because I know there, I know for a fact that a certain voice actor who voices a certain character that's involved with Gintoki's past, uh, I know, I know that actor is going to be in the movie. So if that actor is going to be in the movie, then that particular character is going to be in the movie, which means the movie might actually become a little significant. I mean, again, who knows? I don't know. It could be a giant troll. You it never can know. be. You never know. He probably could do that wake up crap, like wake up. Like he woke up from a weird, awkward dream. Or he's watching the movie in theaters. Right, and he's like, well, this is stupid. And it walks away. Who knows what they're going to do? Gintama's unpredictable. I mean, the fucking Warner Brothers show up in the Benny Zakura movie at the end. So it's that. that's pretty good. Um, but uh, I think we've went on long enough about the trailer. It trailer's good. We're excited about the movie. Yay! Yeah. But uh, I think we're ready to go on to the manga. Yep, yep, yep. All right, let's go. This is the manga recap for uh, Lesson 5, so uh, I guess I'll start off here. Uh, 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 we basically start off uh, another day at Odd Jobs Gin, and they're just kind of fucking around like usual. Uh, he says that uh, there's a huge pile of chocolate missing that he's been saving, and uh, whoever ate it... Uh, Whoever ate it should uh, raise their hand now, and he'll only kill him three-fourths of the way. And then Shinpachi's like, three-fourths? That's pretty much dead. Uh, anyway, um, you probably should stop eating so much chocolate, otherwise you really will get diabetes. You chronic liar, you. <laughs> that still bothers me. Um, and then I guess, uh, I, you know what, I need to pay attention to how often Kagura reads the newspaper. Because I think this is the only time she ever actually reads the newspaper. I think this will be for gag-wise because of how she's how she has fighter blood in her in her veins. So that's uh, something. And uh, apparently, another embassy has been attacked, uh, and there's been uh, there's been a lot of serial terrorist bombing. Uh, so that's pretty scary. Um, and then uh, she just kind of goes on about how the world is such a scary place. Help me, Daddy. Help me, Mommy. Um, I like it how she says this line in the anime. It's really cute. Puppy! Mommy! 
She's totally killed it. Hey, actually, I, I I think I I think I made it cuter. No, I didn't. Um, but uh, I forgot to mention that uh, there's blood dripping from her nose. She's having a basic orgasm through her nose about this. Uh, I don't think that's it. <laughs> well, it's like the like, because she has spider blood in her veins. Oh my gosh, like because she has um spider blood through her veins. Kind of like hearing about this is kind of like. I don't know how to explain it. It's like how a guy, it, like, it, get, it gets her, a girl. It gets her blood running? Is that what you're trying to say? I don't know exactly how to do this. Like, mm. I guess you could say it's like how a guy pees on a naked girl. It's kind of like that. Um, I don't think that's it at all. Okay, um, I'm just trying to figure out the point through the through the freaking bo- no, bloody nose. Okay? It's, um, from, from what I'm reading here, it, uh, Gintoki, um... I, I don't know, I don't I think this might be a Japanese thing where if you eat too much chocolate your nose bleeds or something. I don't know. I've I've never heard of it, but I think that might be it. Cause I think the- he's I think he was just saying that this would be a jackass. I don't know. It's kinda of what people say like I can smell it in your breath. Ew, I can smell it in your blood. That sounds gross. Right, so I think I think what Gintoki was doing in that, other, in that other panel, I think that's what he was talking about, kind of using that as a reference. Like, I guess in Japan, I'm not sure if this is even true. Guys, let us know if it's true. But I guess that if you eat a large amount of something and you end up bleeding, they can smell it in your blood. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think that might be the joke. I don't know. Right. I, I have this feeling that's a joke overall. This, this whole joke is lost on me, honestly. It's just kind of random. We just don't, okay, guys, we just don't understand why she's, why she's having bleed, why she's having bloody nose. Honestly, I'm thinking it's more of like how a guy peeks on a girl, and she's like, this is amazing. <laughs> but. I, I don't, I don't really know, and I don't care. Hey, let's talk about Shinpachi's outfit. Oh my god, guys. I thought his, his, I thought his outfits were getting, were already worse, but in this specific chapter, oh my god. I don't even, I don't know, like, is he wearing some kind of, like, vest or something? I don't know I what he... I have no idea what that is. I don't know what he's wearing. It's, Can... like he's, it's like he's wearing, like, a baggy suit with a, with a kimono jack vest. It's but like it has, a... like, this weird patterning on the stripes. It's like a weird sleeveless kimono. Right. On top of that, it's like he's wearing, like, a baggy sweatpants, oh, like, under it. <laughs> I don't know. It's really weird, guys. Like, I have no way to explain this. Alright, five chapters into the manga, and we still don't have his regular clothes. Right. We're glad, we are definitely keeping tabs on this guy, because when it got pointed out to us, we're like, okay. <laughs> uh, oh. wow, okay, but, uh... It's so annoying. <laughs> and basically, that page is just all one big gag that I don't, I don't get, and you don't get, and we, ne- we don't all get, uh... So while while they're um, continuing this very confusing gag, uh, they hear a crash or a scratch, as 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 the uh, English. Uh, <laughs> I just realized that too. As the English uh, lettering says, scratch. Um, and uh, I guess something happened outside, and Gintoki comes outside, and he's like, "What's going on? What's that noise? Oh my god!" Um, and. They look down, and uh, there's been an accident. Uh, somebody crashed into the snack house, which uh, leads us into the, our uh, chapter title. Uh, lesson five, <clears throat> make friends you can call by their nicknames, even when you're an old fart. 
Interesting title. Yep. We'll talk about that more a little bit. Uh, I think it's your turn. So apparently, because this guy has crashed into the snack house, Otose is furious. Well, I would be too. Well, of course, I would be too. No lie. If a random dude crashes into my restaurant, I'd be kind of be like, hey, what the F? (laughs) But basically, she's basically saying, what are you doing? I hope you really die. (laughs) (laughs) Because this guy, again, he's in an accident, and who knows how fast this dude was going. So... She's basically saying, I hope you die. And the guy kind of uses this excuse saying that he didn't he did get enough sleep. <laughs> so that's why he crashed, which is kind of ridiculous, ridiculous, but hey. Dumb excuse. <laughs> that's a dumb excuse, but hey. But until say, she's like, yeah, but I'm going to make you sleep permanently. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> but of course, Shippachi has to come and save the day. He's like, hey, that's not proper first aid. Yeah, no kidding. I'm like, yeah, of course it's not proper first aid. <laughs> but finally, she finally she finally calms down, and she's like, and then Shibachi is like, this is really bad. He looks really hurt. So he asked Kagura to, to call an ambulance, which I find really funny. I find this scene really funny <laughs> <laughs> because he call he asked Kagura to call an ambulance, and she literally shouts out ambulance. And then, of course, gets somebody's like, are you calling a caveman ambulance driver? Oh, man. And I'm like, that, honestly, guys, it's funny, it's funny both in the manga and the anime, because it's really, it's just amazing. It's, it's amazing, because it's such a simple gag, but it works. Right, it's so simple, but the way they do it is just amazing. It's, it's a universally, um, understandable joke, and I like that. Right, everybody can get this joke. But as we go by, we finally get Tokyo. She finally looks around, which everybody should have been done. But <laughs> but he finally realizes that this guy is a postman. Mhm. And because this this postman has got injured, he's asking Kentucky to carry out a package that seems to him seems very important. Yeah, because let's let's just forget about all the other things that I, right. I had to deliver. Right, you guys don't understand. You guys are reading. You guys are either watching the anime or reading um, the manga. You are noticing that there are a lot of letters on the ground. One of them has a heart sticker on it. Right, so somebody has to think a love letter. <laughs> yep, uh, looks like whoever was getting that love letter ain't getting it now. Right. So this guy is like, if I don't deliver this specific package, I'll lose my job. Yeah, because if I don't deliver. If I, yeah, because, you know, my boss is going to care that I didn't deliver all my other letters. Right, he doesn't care about the letters. He cares about the big packages. <laughs> for, for, forget, forget, the, uh, forget the eviction notices and the, uh, and the bills and, and, um, and your sweepstakes letters. Right, or your court dates. And, and your magazine subscriptions. Like, the big packages is what it's all about. Whatever. Yeah, so finally he basically passes out, which is really weird, but <laughs> but finally Gintoki and Shipachi and Kaga are left to do this guy's last package apparently. Hmm. Yep. Still has all those letters. <laughs> finally they have a job, but I'm sure they didn't they get, get paid for it. Right, he kinda just threw it on and was like, Hey, take this. Oh <laughs> I'm surprised I'm surprised they didn't they weren't just like 
Eh, let's not do that at first. Right, they kind of just stare off. I felt like, should we do this? They're like, okay, right. sure. We don't we don't have anything else to do today. Right, they're kind of just like, huh, why do we get pulled to this? <laughs> uh, so, let's see. We go to the next page here, and uh, we get a shot here of the top of a building here. Very nice looking building. Uh, like, huh? It looks like a palace. It kind of does. And uh, Kentucky's like, hey, you sure this is the place? And Kyra's like, yeah, it is. And uh, and uh, Shinpachi gives us a little exposition here, saying that uh, this is the embassy of the Inui, the uh, Dark Star system. And apparently, he goes on to say that uh, the Inui were the first Amanto to come to Earth. And uh, I think this might be Kentucky talking, where he adds that, uh, yeah, they were the ones that uh, fired their uh, cannon at the uh, Edo Castle, uh, where the uh, Shogun lives. I mean, it doesn't say that there, but I think it's implied. Um, but, uh, yeah, they were basically the ones that kind of forced uh, forced Japan to kind of open up to the Amanto. So, uh, yeah, this isn't a very friendly place. Uh, but, uh, we got, uh, some guy coming up to us who is not a guy, but a dog. Uh, kind of, kind of being all like, hey, you know, what are you, what are you guys doing here? Uh, you want to get eaten? Because I'm a dog, I eat people. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, um... And Shipachi's kind of freaked out. He's like, no, Reed, we just came here to deliver a package, man. Be cool. And Kagura, uh, Gintoki's like, hey, come on, Kagura, give it to him now. And Kagura's, I don't know if Kagura's being cute or just being very, very, um, antagonistic. And she's like, hey, come here, little doggy. Come on, I'll give you a treat. Come over here. And Gintoki smacks him, uh, smacks Kagura in the back of the head. I mean, you gotta admit, I would do the same. I would be just like a Chucky Smacker, too, if she really did this. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, but, uh, this, uh, uh, guard dog here, uh, saying that, uh, he didn't hear anything about a package coming today. And, uh, he's like, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, we're not gonna take your package. We're on high alert because of the, uh, recent terrorist bombing, so get out of here. And, and now Kentucky's being antagonistic, being all, hey, there might be some dog food inside. I don't know. I might want to take it. And he's like, oh, I eat dog food besides a dog, which I am. And I'm smack the package out of your hand. And he smacks it in um, over the bars and uh, one little uh, one little tump there. And uh, what happens, Jasmine? And what happens is that, guys, we find out this package was a bomb. Oh, yeah. And he blows the fuck up. <laughs> nice explosion drawing, by the way. Right, it's a very good. It's pretty nice. I like it. Like, I could take that, like, if I could take that scene and like make that my screensaver. Like, it's really good, guys. You gotta understand how how awesome that looks. It looks it looks nice and detailed. It does, but I love how everybody's. But what I find funny about this whole entire scene is that they kind of just stand there and take it. <laughs> Gintoki like, has a pretty blank look on his face. Right. Everybody except for the dog and Shipachi are standing just standing there like, what? <laughs> Shipachi and the dog are just like, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I don't I don't know anything. I don't know what. Right. And Kagura is just like, wow. Ooh, explosion. Right. My friend plays that this just exploded really close to them guys. 
And they're kind of just standing there as if they're taking it all in. <laughs> and then, of course, as I described their faces, uh, Shabbat Gitoki, of all people, looks like Weldon. <laughs> and he actually goes to say, like, I don't know what just happened here, but I know where our next move is, and that's to run. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, get the fuck out of there. Right? <laughs> Which is a smart thing to do. And then, of course, because this guy is a dog, he, or because he's really quick on his, he's really quick, he actually grabs Shibachi, he's like, stop, Terrence, and because Shibachi does not want to go down, he is a grabbing Gintoki, and Gintoki is a grabbing Kara. <laughs> 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 and then, this, this is where I found this hilarious, because Gintoki's like, Shibachi, what are you trying to do? Let me go. And then Shibachi's like, no, if they take me down, you're going down with me. <clears throat> and then he's, and then he's like, why? And then Gitoki's like, why can't you just say, go without me? Save yourself or something. Right. right? He's like, why can't you just say something like that? And of course, Congress, she's like, let go of me. <laughs> like you guys, like it's just, and they're like, no, if we're going down, Congress, you're going down with us as well. <laughs> no kidding. I would be like that too. Hey. <laughs> But you have next panel. Yeah, next page here. You know, after that little exchange, um, we have uh, Shinpachi freaking out because uh, there are more guard dogs coming. And then we uh, we cut to this mysterious little uh, mysterious figure here who um, has been kind of just sitting by there the whole time. Uh, this this monk looking guy here um, who um, says to himself that these guys are. These guys are a pain in my ass. And he, uh, very quick on his feet, he decides to um, hop, skip, and uh, business jump. No one's going to get that reference. Uh, uh, hop, skips, and jumps over all these uh, guard dogs here. And uh, lands in front of uh, the trio here. And uh, looking pretty cool and very, uh, very uh, pretty boyish. Uh, telling Gintoki that it's time to go. Okay, guys, for people who have no, who, I, some of you guys probably know, if you're actually reading the manga, am I the only one who looked at, who looked at this guy and immediately thought Moroku from, from Inuyasha? Um, I'm not even sure if I know who Moroku, what Moroku looks like. I didn't watch a lot of Inuyasha, honestly. Trust me, Moroku looks a lot like this, looks like a lot like this character, but when it comes to that, to, I'm not even sure what it's called, guys, that's, that little stick he's holding, I'm not sure exactly what it's called. But when it comes out to that and his kimono and that hat he's wearing, he looks exactly like him. <laughs> oh wait, are you talking about Wind Tunnel guy? Yeah, that's his name, Moroku. That's what I thought. Okay, I thought you were talking about one of the bad guys. No, Moroku okay. is a good guy. He's just a player. But <laughs> but my first when I first read this, the first thing I thought about was Moroku for me for me Yasha. Huh. Like, I'm not the only one who looked at this and did not think that. Maybe I don't know. I've I've never heard that before, honestly. But well, I guess a lot of people have never watched Inuyasha because I promise you, why guys? He looks a lot. You guys have to admit he looks a lot like Moroku. But uh, until he pulls that hat off. <laughs> but uh, go on. All right, now going to the next stage. Sorry, because I had to do a little ramp. Um, <laughs> but this is where we get a little frustrated. But. 
basically again, again we'll talk we'll talk we'll talk more in detail about this in a later segment but uh yeah go on sorry okay so basically what happens is that Yatoki apparently knows this person oh yeah he knows him yeah so instead of, so he's like syrup cough syrup and we don't really get the gag in that but yeah apparently that's a nickname so of course so what is this this person do, that he's talking to does to Gitoki uppercut so and says my like my name's not Syrup, it's Katsura. <laughs> That's and, good. Yeah, so then Shipachi and Kagura are just watching this go down. They're like, What? <laughs> but we obviously tell that get that is Gitoki talking. He's like he's like, You jerk, how long has it been since we seen each other? Do you don't you think that uppercutting me is overdoing it? And then, then Katsura goes to say, I told you a thousand times to stop using that nickname. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally they realize they're still being chased by guard dogs. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, and he's like, what are, he's like, it, so basically, Gitsuki's asking me what's he doing here, but because of the guard dogs, they have to run. Yeah. So he's like, save it, let's go. And of course, Gitsuki kind of pissed off. He's like, "God damn it!" <laughs> too getting too old for this shit. Right, basically. So all of a sudden, we see a panel when somebody's looking through binoculars at mm-hmm. the four. So all of a sudden, we finally hear somebody saying, "You finally exposed yourself." And all of a sudden, we looked over. And he's talking to a certain person in the background, this mysterious character, saying, "Yamazaki, track down their base." Whatever the cost, and the guy's like, "All right, don't don't build them up, don't build them up. You're gonna disappoint them." Wait, what? Because you called them mysterious. Well, hey, hey, in the manga, they don't know who the heck he is. Sheesh. Well, I assume some people who have seen the series still, I don't know. I just, I just think it's funny that you call him mysterious, considering well, who this guy hey, is. It's just a simple simple word. I use, I didn't want to keep saying, like, oh, this dark figure, this dark figure, because everybody's going to think that we're talking about the same person. <laughs> but, Go on. but anyway, <laughs> so he's like, so then he goes to say, well, looking at Kasra's wanted picture, he goes to say, now that this world is stuck, has sucked up to the Amanto, He's like, even a hero from the Amato War is just another criminal. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, he's like, uh, yeah, he just, while well, he's kind of crumpling up, uh, Katsura's wanted poster, he's like, yeah, it kind of takes some balls to still fight the Amato, uh, these days. Uh, and he, uh, just, he just throws his wad of paper at his, uh... Apparently comrade. Yeah, one of his comrades, and he's like, because you know he's sleeping, got the eye mask and pillow and everything. Everything. He's just he's just lying there, sleeping in the middle of a uh, stakeout. And he's like, "Hey, Okita, come on, wake up." <laughs> oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Don't shut up, me. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, that was mean. But anyway, um, he's like, uh, this guy's like, "Yeah, I'm surprised you slept through that explosion." And he's like, oh, what, explosion? Uh, 
Did you let the terrorist attack again? What's your problem, Hijikata? You gotta start applying yourself more. He's like, you want me to, you want me to put you to sleep permanently? And, uh, and he's like, uh, Hijikata's like, oh, I mean, they can, they can kill all the Amanto for all I care. I mean, I don't, I don't give a shit about the Amanto. Um, I'll, I'll let these guys, I'll let these fishies swim a bit before I reel them in and, and cut their necks. I like that little, um, figure of speech. Uh, but, yeah, uh, we, we get a, we get a nice full frontal shot here of Hijikata just looking at his sword, looking like he's ready to fight. Uh, he's caressing it. Oh, yeah. Um, saying to himself that it'll be a proud moment for the Shinsengumi and that he's looking forward to this fight, which I'm surprised he, I, this has always been such a problem that I have with, with really anything that I watch involving swords, where you, you've got to have that one crazy guy that takes out his sword, and he's like just feeling it, or putting his tongue on his sword and stuff. I, I want to see a show where somebody does that and they accidentally cut themselves. Come on, it's such an easy, jo- it's such an easy joke to bait, and I've never seen a show do that, ever. You know what I mean? Like, you actually guys would suspect Gintoki, not even Gintoki, you guys suspect Gintama to at least do it once. Yeah, I'm surprised Gintama hasn't done that joke yet. It's such an easy joke to make. That- because you guys have to admit, we have seen a lot of, not even anime that has to do with samurai, but we've seen a lot of movies, and they all do the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, I've yeah, there I've seen movies where crazy guys with swords do that kind of stuff and I'm like, how are you not accidentally cutting your tongue? You crazy. Right, fuck. like you'll see them even go to the straight tip of it and they're like, Yeah. I'm like, how do you how is that even possible? I want to see that joke made. It's like the one joke I hope they make in Gintama before Gintama eventually ends in like the next five years or ten years or whenever it ends, but anyway, um uh we cut uh, from there to um, Hotel Ikedaya, uh, where um, where the where uh, we find out in a bit that Shinpachi and Kagura are watching the news, and apparently uh, this uh, this bombing has made it to the news, and they uh, and uh, somebody caught a picture, uh, got a screenshot of the three of them from the scene of the crime, and. Uh, and uh, we hear a voice, assuming it's Kagura's voice, going, "Hey, that's a perfect shot of us. All right." And go ahead. And it's Shinpachi because he realizes he real unlike Kagura, who real who doesn't realize the situation. Shinpachi is like, "They have got a perfect shot of us. My sister is going to murder me." And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys know, you guys know his sister. He is freaking right. <laughs> yeah. And then, I, I'm not sure, I want to talk about this later, but, like, I don't know what this is about, but basically she's like, I'm on TV, I can't call my home. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe her, maybe her dad's home or something, I don't know. No, it's like the way they use it, I'm just like, huh, interesting. But what kind of bothered me is the way they say TV. Well, it's Kagura, so... Yeah, but I was just like... That's why I kind of just left it alone. I was like, man. <laughs> but... Then, I'm, okay, this is Shibachi. Okay. So he's like... So Shibachi goes to say... I think, I think this is some kind of conspiracy. 
how did we even get into this mess? He's like, Mimi, he's like, man, don't you, man, Mimi Cosmo must have been a really good thing. He's like, but that was the only good thing that came out of the situation. And he's like, he's like, I can't believe he actually hired us during all this. He's like, he's like, wait, Gin, Gitoki, isn't he your friend? What kind of person is he? And then, blandly, <laughs> Gitoki looks at him, he's like, kind of, he's kind of a terrorist. <laughs> And then, okay, and then, I think that was a high alert for Shibata. He's like, come again. <laughs> and then we see a random person say, stop using that word. Okay, guys, forgive me. I I really suck my words. So forgive me for saying some words really wrong. <laughs> so forgive, for, forgive me. <laughs> so I'm going to try to say this as best I can. So ends up being Katra and he's actually telling him why he's doing this and why he doesn't call himself a terrorist. So basically he's saying we're exterminating the filthy insects, aka the Amato, and kick them off the planet. And then he says basically we're gonna and he says once we do that we're going to rebuild our nation for for samurai warriors. Mm-hmm. And says and we're doing this by spelling the formulas to Foreigners, aka the Amato, from to protect our country. And he says, "Don't." And he's basically saying, "Don't put that with terrorism." So uh, we're getting into a lot of um, idealism here, right? So okay, this is this is where it gets really hard for me, guys. So please, for, please forgive me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're getting into a lot of like politics and stuff here, right? So so these words are just like, Bleh. but <laughs> but forgive me. I'll just, I'll just I'll just correct you. It's fine. Hmm. <laughs> but basically, we're finding all this out, and then Shapashi's like, "So you're saying, or so you're saying that it's a foreigner explosion? 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 You can just call it patriotism because that's basically what it is." Yeah, patriotism. Patriotism. Sorry. Shut <laughs> 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 up. And then, of course, since Congress a kid, she doesn't know what, she's like, what is that? Well, plus, she's not even really from Earth, so. Right, so she doesn't even know exactly what it is. Which, which is understandable. So, I believe this is Katsura, so he's basically explaining. No, it's, it's, it's it's Shinpachi explaining. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh. I, I know. Okay, then. Yeah, it's, it's the same way in the anime, too. That's annoying. (laughs) But apparently, he's basically saying that this foreigner expul- Ex- expulsion. Expulsion? That's what it is. Oh, yeah. See, guys, I told you, I stuck my words. <laughs> um, for- foreigner explosion is a twenty was basically a twenty year old war that was to get rid of uh, the Amanto after they came in and tried to take everything over. So basically, he's saying that the samurai um, reviled the aliens. They basically rebelled. Yeah, basically. Cause I don't know why they use that word then. But uh, it, they, it, they're, it, they're saying here that the samurai, <laughs> the samurai hated the aliens. Yeah, they, they really did hate the aliens. And basically, they're saying that. Um, hold on. But but hold on. Why why do they hate the aliens? Oh, the reason they hated the aliens because basically they were forcing their country to open their doors to let aliens in. Well, that's well, it. it. Kinda go, that's it, it kinda too. Go, but 
I mean, I, I don't want to sound like a correct correcting douchebag at all, but it, it's basically because uh, I'm not sure if they explained it on this page. Uh, I, was say, I think it plays on the next page. But uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, come on. Yeah, I think it does. I think it explains why they actually really hate them. Yeah, well, actually, yeah, it is kind of implied in this uh, panel here that they don't they hate they don't like the Amanto because the government was so um, was so readily willing to open up to them, and the samurai didn't like that because they thought they the government was being kind of a bunch of pussies. Right. So basically, they're saying that since basically we're going to do what the government could never do and go against it, and then. I believe the next page is yours. Yeah, sorry about that, but I just wanted to clear that up. Um, but yeah, basically what I just said here is what this next page here is that uh, uh, Shinpachi explains that, uh, you know, when confronted by the Amanto's very immense power that uh, the government kind of um, collapsed under their just their sheer manpower. Um, and uh, basically uh, the samurai felt betrayed uh because uh, the government basically signed some kind of really um, unfair treaty with the Amanto, and because of that, the Amanto basically worked its way into the heart of the government and uh, stripped the samurai of their swords and basically making it so that they can't fight back, that it's against the law. See, that, see, that sword ban that was mentioned in Chapter 1 is kind of coming back here because... Because technically, the samurai aren't allowed to use swords, because it is, it is still against the law. Uh, basically, to prevent another re- um, prevent another rebellion. I only find that no one really believes in this law. <laughs> what? I find it funny that pe- that pe- that they said this is a law, this is a ban, but yet everybody I have seen so far in this anime or even in this manga has a sword. Well, because most people that have swords in the manga are usually a part of the kind of uh, what little rebellious groups are still around in the show. Yeah. I mean, because, like, but you gotta, but, and, like, if it's just Gumi, they got one. Yeah, but that's because they work for the government. So they're they're allowed to have swords because, you know, they work for the government. They can do whatever they want. They're, uh, I mean, it, it. I mean, it's, 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 I think it's explained next chapter. But they're set up to take care of these small little rebellions that are still uh, rebellious groups that are still around, trying to take out um, the Amanto that have a hold on um, Edo. That that's the whole reason why the Shinsengumi was formed in the first place. Does that make sense? Yeah. But uh, yeah, the Shinsengumi are understandable because they work for the government. They could do whatever they want. Um. Uh, they they work basically for the Amanto, so the Amanto don't mind them using swords because it's not against them. It's for their benefit because you know the Amanto are greedy so far. Um, but uh, basically, Shinpachi ends his little explanation uh, with uh, that apparently um, after the Amanto took over and um, and. Um, started the sword ban that uh, there was uh, that most of these patriots were killed in a great purge, which uh, I just want to note that that's really important for courtesan of a nation because uh, it's because me- I because uh, I remember watching courtesan of a nation arc uh, in the anime 
and I was watching old episodes, and uh, a certain character comes up later, uh, mentions this purge, and I didn't realize that Shinpachi actually mentions the purge here in uh, in Chapter 5. So I think that's that's a nice, subtle way of, like, putting seeds of plot in there, that, see, this is the stuff I like. Uh, but, but uh, yeah, basically, there was a purge that killed a lot of these patriots, but some of them ended up escaping. And that's why there are still uh, a lot of pa- uh, patriot groups out there. Um, then Kentucky's like, yeah, looks like we've been used. Uh, he's like, yeah, we've been used, uh, aren't I right? Uh, yeah, I'm talking to you, Mr. Postman, because apparently the postman was working for Katsura, and he wasn't even a postman at all. Wait, can you believe that, guys? What a twist. <laughs> and he's just there like, uh, yeah, this is awkward. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry to deceive you. I'm sorry, I had to. Like, it's my job. Um, and Kagura's like, yeah, total deja vu, it's the guy with the wormy eyebrows. And Shinpachi's like, yeah, like, yeah, what's going on, Mr. Wormy Eyebrows? Yeah, I like guys. It, I like it how they just give him a nickname. Right, immediately give him a nickname. Like, they don't even, like, what I found funny about this is that usually when they find a person and they give him a nickname, like, the, that's, they usually call him that nickname when they first see him. <laughs> um, but no, they kind of actually waited on this. They're kind of like, oh, it's a postman. But they see him again. They're like, hey, it's, wor- it's Wormy Eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, but, um... But Yintoki's like, yeah, did you, did you come up with all this Katsura, all the attacks that have everyone in a panic, including this one? And he's like, yeah, there was something that I was uh, trying to accomplish and get my hands on, even if it meant that I had to dirty them. And he basically proposes that to Gintoki and asks him, hey, we need you to take up your sword once again in order to fix this rotten world of ours. And once again, lend me the strength. That made you feared as the White Knight. Dun, dun, dun. I wonder what that means. Huh. Hmm. hmm. Well, well. Luckily, we'll find out next chapter. But I do want to talk about this chapter just a little bit more first. Um, All right. But uh, I, I'm not sure if I mentioned it during the chapter. But uh, Katsura's gag of being called. Um, well, I mean. They don't actually call them that in the text because they use some really they use they use a lot of weird translations which I'll talk about later in the translation segment. But uh, uh, basically, uh, Gintoki in the Japanese text uh, calls him Zura. Right. And the whole thing is that uh, I guess apparently Gintoki's been calling that for as long as I guess he's met Katsura. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I guess so. Does it imply that he's been calling him that for a long time? Because we know that, uh, uh, at least it's implied here that uh, Gintoki might have been in the war. So uh, they, it, 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 so far, as far as we know, um, right now, you know, like fr- from the eyes of someone just starting to read Gintama, you know, it's implied that Gintoki and Katsura knew each other from the war, and maybe. Gintoki had a silly nickname that he called Katra. Um and so I like it that like this gag here of uh Katra always um replying to Gintoki, it's not Zura, it's Katra. Like it's you wouldn't think it's that it's that funny a gag, but it actually kind of is. Right, because you guys don't understand how annoyed he actually gets with it. And it's like kind of funny. He doesn't even sound annoyed, he just sounds so mundane about it. He's like, It's not Zura, it's Katra. 
It's not Zura. Well, Katra, shut up. It's not Zura. Right, it's like, with a fact, like, it's really funny, because there actually are some times where he'll sit there, and then, like, he'll, like, get something with Randall and call him Zura, and he'll be like, and, like, he'll get so, I don't know if he gets frustrated that day, but he's like, this is one specific time where he actually kind of yelled it. <laughs> it's, it's even funnier, because he does this with, like, everything else that uh, people call him, too. Right, because guys, you guys are not gonna, you guys are gonna understand. You guys are already, you guys are either starting the anime, or you guys have already watched the anime, or read the manga, or you, or whatever you guys are doing. But <laughs> Katsura does some interesting stuff. <laughs> Katsura is a very interesting character, to say the least. Right, he does some interesting stuff. No, nope. are just hilarious. No kidding. Yet when people call him by whatever he's doing, he's like, "It's not that. It's Katsura." <laughs> He's just weird like that, and I like it. Right, uh, and, like, you wonder why he does that, but yet. <laughs> so, uh, I like it that that's really one of the only really early gags that kind of sticks. It, it never goes away. Right, it never goes away. And I um, really like it. We also got some jokes that I, I also really like Katsura, so. <laughs> I mean, I really like him, too, honestly, uh. Like, he thinks that's pathetic, but, like, he did. He, he, like, cause apparently, I think it, like, it's, like, it's, like, my obsession with Okisa is a little bit more dumbed down. <laughs> uh, like, uh, I think Katra is one of the only characters that we both really like, other than, I'm assuming we both like Gintoki. I mean, who doesn't like him? Right. But we had a lot of conflicting moments, guys. We had a lot of them. <laughs> I'm like, sure. I'm. I'm sure we'll probably get into it, uh, chapter six. But you know. Yeah, because guys, when we say we had a lot of conflicting, <laughs> we like a lot of conflicting characters. Like I will like a character, and he does not. Like, he doesn't like the character as much, but he likes the other character that, that apparently he's the character I like. <laughs> but yeah, we both really like Katra. So. And I apparently like him a little too much. <laughs> you like him a little bit more than I do, but we still we still both like him, and that's that's good enough for me. Right. Um, but, uh, I like it. this is the first chapter where we get actual details on all of the kind of background on the history of the universe of Gintama. Like, it's, I think it's really interesting stuff, and, I right. mean, I mean, I understand that Gintama is mainly a very comedy-based show, but I, I think, I think the politics and stuff really kind of adds to the show. Right. It's like, even though Gintama is a very comedy-based show, they're not afraid to take a serious note. No, they're not. And I, I like that about the show, that they can do serious stuff, like involve politics and genocide and stuff, too, kind of with the Purge, and kind of. I mean, well, maybe it's not genocide completely, but it's... But y you know what I mean. Like, they can... They, 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 they touch they, on this... They'll, like, they'll talk about massacres that have happened in the past. Like, they'll talk about it. Yeah, like, they'll they'll bring this stuff up and this stuff happens, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like it's out of place. Like, it doesn't, right. it it doesn't, doesn't feel, feel forced. It doesn't feel forced or un or uncomfortable. It just kind of flows. It, it flows really nicely somehow, and I, and I again, it really adds to the show. It's, right. It's, it's one of the really big reasons I read the show, kind of. Like, because at first... Because at first when I watched the anime, I'm like, yeah, it's just a funny show, and oh, yeah, there's, oh, Gintoki has this past, oh, that's cool. But then, like, Benny Zakura, around then, you start to learn more about Gintoki's past, and that kind of becomes one of my biggest reasons for um, 
watching the show and reading the manga and stuff because I'm because I think that stuff's really interesting. Yeah, you got and I will say this: I actually wasn't all that interested when I watched when I first watched it, Gintama, because he got. I remember he used to tell me about it, he used to flip out about it. And he was like, you need to watch it. So I finally watched it. I got up to the ending of the first season, I believe. Yeah. And you were like, no. I was saying that it was really funny. But then you're like, okay, it's time for you to a serious arc. Yeah. And you show me Benny, Zak- Benny Zakra. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Benny Zakra can go to pretty serious for the most part. It's not meant to be that funny of an arc. Right, that was dark as hell, guys. You guys don't understand how badly I flipped out over that people, arc. People dying left and right. Right, guys. Like the first, even the first five minutes of that of that arc, I flipped out. I flipped my shit. Because it, it begins with a twist. It's something that hopefully you're not spoiled on before then. But it, we'll, it, we'll, it, we'll do our best, guys. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to spoil any of Benny Zaka. I, I don't either. Like. That guys, you guys are just become, like getting brand new to this sh- to this. You, like I'm gonna say this, guys. Wake up the baby Zakra. Please watch the anime. Oh, the anime, the anime's great, and and honestly, the movie's kind of even better too because, I mean, it is. Well, it's not really that much condensed. It doesn't feel too rushed at all, and it doesn't feel like it drags out. Really, if I mean, if you want to watch the anime version, watch the anime version, but. If if I had to uh, choose, I'd say maybe watch the movie just because cause, uh, Benny Zakra, I believe, was animated back in like 2006, 2007 or something. So, uh, somewhere around that time. And then um, uh, and then years later, we come out with a kind of a retelling of, of the arc in movie form. And, oh, the movie looks so much better. Like... Like, cause it's animated in HD and widescreen and stuff, but the animation, cause I think the movie was animated back in 2010. So, that's like a good four years apart. And like, the animation for Gintama back in like 2006 wasn't bad. Like, it was good, but like, the movie is just so much better and it looks so good. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not exaggerating either. It's just, I can't, I could go on forever about how good that movie looks, but, um, I mean, either one's good, though. Either one uh, will get the point across, but still. Um, yeah, but I don't want to spoil any of Benny Zakra. All I wanted to say was that, yeah, Benny Zakra does begin with a twist that you you wouldn't expect. Uh, right. Like, guys, it, like I thought I had this whole entire show figured out, but when I watched that arc, it put me, it put me for a spin. Like, I I had a full 360 turn. <laughs> it It blew my mind. I usually don't get mind blown. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like it's hard to believe, it's hard to get finding an anime that can make me mind blown. It's hard. So when he, so when I watched that, I was, I was gone. I was like, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the point of no return. Right. I was just, I like I had a pause and like like accept everything. In those first five minutes, I literally had to accept everything that just happened. <laughs> but wow. oh my gosh, it's just uh, guys. Because when it comes. To but that's why I say I really like how how Katama works with how to make how to make everything flow really well. But I also really like how they bring up the politics within this really really well as well. It again it really adds to the show and it it makes the show so much more worth it to watch when you find when you finally find out all these details. 
Right. And, like, guys, I'm not going to lie. I'm actually pretty glad they did this because, honestly, I did remember I used to get really tired of hearing, like, you guys, you guys have ever watched the anime? Like, there has been, like, I think it only happened in the first season. I think it probably still happened in the second or third. I'm not sure. But it was a running thing when Shippachi would do a voiceover, like, this weird little monologue. He'd do his own little monologue. Oh, yeah, yeah, at the beginning of the episode and stuff. Yeah, like, he'll always say, like, oh, well, the samurai have died off because the Yamanto have taken over. And basically, he'll keep saying that. But we didn't have much detail about it until you yeah, get but, to this specific episode. Yeah, but I feel like they kind of do away with that because even they're kind of like, hey, are you going to start off every episode with this? I don't think our audience is that dumb. Right, like, because, guys, like, before, like, once we got to this, guys, to the specific episode with Kastra, we're like, oh, okay, there's more to it than him just randomly saying this crap. <laughs> oh, he's not just the guy that lays around and stuff. Oh, he actually has a backstory to him. Right, because, like, when you guys are listening to Shinpachi's monologue, he does talk about it, but he's so, he's so freaking vague that all we know is that there, that the samurai had died that. Oh, the Amanto came, and then there was a sword ban, and then Edo's never been the same since. Right, basically we're just like, what happened? <laughs> what is so, ha- what's so, what bad thing happened that made it such a big deal? And then finally we get to this episode, we're like, oh. I mean, I, I mean, I didn't really have that just because I read the manga first, actually. Yeah, he read the manga first, I didn't. Like, I, I I had already read, like, a volume or two of the manga by the time I started watching the anime, so I kind of already knew what to expect. Because I, I remembered reading those chapters at first, um, but still, because, like, yeah. So I was just saying, because I'm a because guys, I read, I watched the anime before I read, before I even read the manga. So when I, because when I was watching it, I'm like, okay, so what's the big bad thing that happens, Shinbachi? <laughs> So, because, like, basically, he, he was so vague about it. All we knew was that the monster came in, the samurais were dead, and there was a sword ban. That's all we knew. And we didn't understand what the heck was going on. And so we finally get to Katra, and he's basically spilling out all this information that everybody needed. <laughs> um, but, uh, what do you think of, uh, because we get three new characters in this chapter. We have Katsura, and then we have Hichikata, and then we have Okita. Why did you ask me this question? You already know the answer. <laughs> well, I mean, I I was asking, what do you think about the fact that we get so many new characters this chapter? It actually doesn't bother me because guys, because like it happens a lot. <laughs> I mean, because I, I mean, well, I guess, no, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say I I I asked because I personally like that we get so many new characters this chapter. Right, because like I like how they just really pile drive you with random char- with brand new characters that you don't know what to do. Because <laughs> usually, because you guys know, you guys watch the anime, and they bring in a new character, they kind of focus on that one specific character for a long time. Yeah, they do. And they're like, okay, finally, you think you guys finally get the point about this new character, and you guys know he has a purpose. Alright, let's go back to the main cast. And we're like, really? <laughs> but what they do is that, since they give you so many characters, you can't really focus on just one. Unless you're really obsessed with that person. <laughs> um, but... I don't know what what did you what did you think about uh, Hijikata and Okita the first time you saw them? Did they leave any kind of real first impression on you at all? Okay, I will say this: when I first okay, because when I first met them, I did really I thought honestly, no lie, guys, I thought it'd be Hijikata that I'd be head over heels for. <laughs> I really thought it would be him. All right, because I, I have that recorded. He, shut up. <laughs> 
because what happened is that when I first met him, he had that really dark, um, he had that very dark, mon- like, I don't know how to explain it. He, he, he had that look in his eye. Right, he had that look in his eye, like, don't mess with me. <laughs> honestly, I, honestly, I don't think, um, cause, cause, uh, we find out throughout the series that he's known as the demon vice chief of the Shinsengumi. And so you'd think that he would look more bloodthirsty all the time, but it's really right. it's really just this chapter and maybe next. It's only really a few times that we get that kind of look off him. The rest of the time, he just kind of looks kind of like, like, either okay. like, I don't care or I'm going to kick your ass. Right. So I really thought I would be head over heels for this specific character because I thought he would be like this. So I'm like, I thought he'd be like this all the time. I thought like going to squeal every time I saw him. But it didn't work out that way. <laughs> it wasn't until I. It wasn't until it's gonna happen in the next chapter. It wasn't until Okita does something that I was just like, okay. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I like Okita too. Okita is a. I thought he was. I thought he was funny. You know, uh, the way later he just kind of fucks with Hijikata and stuff. Because you guys understand how badly he fucks with Hijikata. It's amazing. Like not even that. Like. I mean, I know this is, I know I'm getting a little ahead of myself, probably, but I like it how, like, at first you think it's just for laughs that he fucks with Hijikata so much. Right! I will agree with you! And then he, and then you get to a certain really, really sad arc that I'd rather, I, oh, that I'm gonna Don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. that That I'm gonna hate that we're gonna have to talk about. Just because it's so sad, but then you kind of find out that he kind of has a, a legitimate reason to not like Hichikata at all. Because guys, when I literally first re- first watched this episode, because again, I watched the end before I read the manga. When I first watched the episode, I honestly thought they were just doing this for laughs. Yeah, I, I honestly thought it. I didn't know there was actually a purpose of why he was doing this, why he was acting with Hichikata. I didn't know there was a reason. Yeah, no. And then, and then as I started watching, I started noticing that I'm like, okay, maybe there really is a reason why he's doing this. Yeah. And then, because he has, cause he said he has a reason for it, but we all know this kind of, he doesn't really seem like that's the reason. But we're kind of, we're kind of just left in the dark until we get to this one, until we get to this one specific arc. Oh, I'm gonna cry. And that arc killed me. And guys, I'm not a sucker for a sad arcs. I don't cry at them. But, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, God, that was so sad. I, let's just say I was glad I was wearing makeup or I wouldn't turn into a waterfall. Two episodes. Two. Two episodes that tear-jerked me, guys. I'm a hard to tear-jerk. You, you know this character for two episodes, and then just why? Just why? Don't tell them what's happening. Cause I, didn't, I didn't say what happened. Ah, <laughs> uh, guys, like, the way they go upon this. Ah. Oh, <laughs> It drove me to tears. I'm not a sucker for tears. I don't cry at sad things. I'm just like, well, I'll take that back. I do. But Your heart's made of stone, that's why. Basically, it takes a lot for anime to make me cry. Like, Angel Beats. You guys know what I'm talking about? Angel Beats. Angel Beats. The main character, when we learned his backstory, I bawled. But that was the only anime that was able to make me bawl. <laughs> um, anyway. Besides, besides his arc. Anyway, oh, now yeah. that now that we're talking about Angel Beats, uh, <laughs> um, what did you what did you think of the chapter overall? I think it's pretty nice. I like the way they actually introduced the three characters that will that actually are officially part of the main cast. Yeah, I really like this chapter. I like how we're starting to finally get a little hint at 
some kind of pass from Gintoki other than uh, what we got last chapter. Right, but I still hate that we're still in the dark. <laughs> well, we won't be in the dark for too long. Well, we'll get yeah. we'll get a little something. We get, uh, we get a bone thrown to us every now and then. <laughs> every now and then, but that's 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 enough you want for the meat. <laughs> it's 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 uh, it's enough for me to keep coming back. Right. Because guys, it's like it's like it's like the Sriracha is like constantly throwing a bone us every now and then. He's like, but we're so annoyed. We're like, give us the freaking steak. He's like, here, here, here's Warner. Here's two pages worth of flashback. Now you have to wait another hundred chapters. Right. So we're like, freaking give us the steak. <laughs> oh, oh, here's this character. Oh, oh, see you in the next hundred fifty chapters. I mean, so he's so he loves to troll people. Like, oh my goodness, Sriracha is like. He's the ultimate troll. Sriracha is worth like a thousand internet trolls. Right, because guys, you guys are into it, into Gintama like we are. It's so annoying. <laughs> it's so fucking annoying. Because we are like, finally, we uh, we finally got the information. All right, and then we get the information. We're like, wait, that did not answer my question. Wait, that just brought up more questions. Wait, come back. <laughs> right, we're like, wait, but wait, what does that mean? And then like, I don't get nothing. Why the fuck? How the fuck does he do that? We don't know. Guys, like no lie, he'll give us the information. And we're like, oh my god! But wait, how does it? Wait, don't do that! <laughs> oh, oh, that's how that happened. Oh wait, what about this other fucking thing that happened? Wait, come back! Right, and he's like, see you guys like the next three arcs. And we're like, oh f you! <laughs> god, even One Piece isn't this bad. Cause guys, oh my god, it's bad. We get so annoyed with him. See, when, he knows the mess. He knows how to mess with you. See, I think when you actually are interested and you get annoyed that you have didn't get enough information, I think that's really good. That shows how much of a good writer he is. Yeah, guys, I don't get annoyed with writers a lot. I don't, especially if they leave me on cliffhangers. I'm like, why did you leave me on the cliffhanger? Because I don't. Because half the time I would say I don't care. But Gintama has left me on a lot of cliffhangers. I'm like, give me the information I want. <laughs> oh, but um, but I I think this was a good chapter. I, I really like this chapter, guys. Like, I really liked it. Um, but, uh, I think we should get on to our next manga chapter. Alrighty. Alright, let's go. So this is the manga recap for Lesson 6, uh, and uh, interestingly enough, we start with a flashback. Uh, looks pretty cool here. We got a bunch of uh, what looks like to be cow people with hammers. I don't know. And um, basically... What? These are bison. This is something. I don't know. Um, and basically, uh, we have... Uh, what looks like to be uh, two warriors who are kind of uh, cornered here, blood splattered. Uh, one of them is obviously Katsura, um, saying that uh, it's the end of the line. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd rather go down and let us finish as warriors and uh, basically commit um, uh, uh, seppuku. Yeah, and then um, and then uh, this this guy here. I mean, I don't know about you, but I certainly don't know who he is. Um, uh, but he's like, you know, stop talking out of your ass, man. Just, now, if you got enough free time to fantasize about how you should die, you should basically um, 
uh, just uh, basically think about ways, uh, think about how to uh, live your life, you know, uh, to the very end. And uh, then we uh, start, uh, then we have a little uh, kind of monologue here. Uh, I think it might be Katra talking, I'm not sure. It um, is. But uh, basically he starts off saying that, uh, yeah, the sight of that white haired warrior bathed in blood, and it continues on to the uh, second page here. Uh, bounding into battle was a vision of a demon knight in full glory. Uh, I kind of skipped over, because um, uh, obviously we know it's Kentucky, because come on that white hair bathed in blood um, but, and even in battle he still manages to call him uh, Zura or casserole in this translation we're going to talk about that a little bit more in translations that's for sure uh, and Katsura playing it's not casserole it's Katsura and uh, basically yeah that ends that flashback uh, of chapter title being lesson 6 if you jerks have enough free time to spread terror, you'd better go walk your dog, Pero. Jesus. Uh, go on, Jasmine, your turn. Alright, so we're back to where we left off in the last chapter, when the odd jobs are facing Kasura um, and his little game. Mm-hmm. And basically, Kasura got to say that um, it it was Gintoki who fought in the war of the Amanto, but he actually calls Gintoki, he, basically he says that he fought like an avenging angel. Which is a very interesting choice of words. <laughs> I, I think I know what he's implying. Uh, I mean, I get it, but I just, I just found it interesting that he used those choice of words. But he goes to say, um, it got he basically he calls of him a god of war that was not only feared by his enemies but his own people. I want to see a little more of that. That sounds really interesting. Right. I'm like, when did he ever fear by feared by his own people? But <laughs> but he goes to say that um he's like, Kentucky, you should join us again to fight against the Amanto. And this is actually shocked Shimpachi. Well, I'd be shocked, too. Well, yeah, I mean, I'd be shocked, too, if I stayed with this guy for, like, four months, and I didn't learn nothing about this crap until I met this, this random terrorist. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I think I'd be shocked, too. But he's like, were you really part of... He said, were you really involved in this war? And Cosmo's like, yeah, he was. <laughs> but he took off right after, right after the battle ended. Hmm. He's like, I just never knew what was going on in your head. And then, I like, I actually kind of like what Gitsoki says here. But he's like, but he could say, I like a nice, loud fight. But I hate morbid crap like terrorism. That sounds, that sounds very much like his character. Right, so I was just like, huh, I like that. I don't know why I like it. Okay, this is where I get a little awkward with my, <laughs> I might get a little awkward with my wording. So That's basically, Gitsoki literally says, the battle is over. And he's like, he basically, and then he goes, this is where I find it really funny. <laughs> but he goes, to, but he goes to say, how, like, he's like, how long are you going to go, how long are you going to go on talking about this, like, some stupid gum chewing Kyoto girl on her cell phone? 
I'm sure that's obviously a stereotype over there. Yeah, apparently, I think it's a stereotype, because apparently, I guess, in Kyoto, in Kyoto, they're like, apparently, the girls are different. Something. So, they, I guess they're, like, kind of like how people are in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Something. <laughs> so, how we guys, how we have, like, stereotypes for people in New York. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But, then, Kostler comes to say, you're so stupid. All girls go on and on. Not just girls from Kyoto. <laughs> but he's a, and he's like, your heart isn't big enough to embrace their wonderful, their wonderful flaws. And that's why you're not popular with the ladies. And they have such serious looks on their faces. Right, like, they look what? so serious saying this. It's like, it's like they're actually like, but I thought it funny how this just turned. <laughs> but they're so serious about this. And they go to say, and they get something to go to say, like, if, like, you know what? If I didn't have natural, natural wavy hair, I definitely would be more popular with the girls, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Counselor's like, there you go again, putting everything on your hair. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, can't you see the child man you have become? <laughs> Jeez. Right, I'm like, this is getting really weird. <laughs> but then, they, then Kentucky Rebellos saying, like, I'm not... Like I'm not a sad sack. Who, like, I'm not a sad per- guy who plays video games on a Saturday night. <laughs> my infer. My inferiority know? complex makes me stronger. Thank you. I can see that word. <laughs> <laughs> but then Shapachi's so pissed off. He's like, "What are you guys talking about?" I would be too. Right. We just started really talking about girls. I'll be, I'll be like, "Wait, what? This has shut nothing, up. This has nothing to do with anything." Right. We were talking about the war. How did we get from girls? <laughs> and then, basically, then finally we get back to serious. And Kostler goes saying that the battle is far from over, and he's saying that I know that is raging deep inside you, Kentucky. Oh, uh, but, uh, yeah. I think, uh, what was I going to say? I forget. But, uh, yeah, on this next page here, Katra basically continues, um, continues what he was saying that uh basically saying that uh we fought the cowards from the government uh for the betterment of our country and uh from uh, basically for the sake of our fallen uh for our fallen brethren and uh basically that Kentucky should be feeling some kind of resentment uh to the government and to the Amanto and we just got to get a little close up of Kentucky's eyes there for some reason um, and Katsura basically saying that, uh, we shall, we shall basically kill all the Amanto and rebuild Japan, uh, with our idealism, and that, uh, it's the only way that we can honor the memory of our dead comrades, and that our next target is the, uh, is the, uh, terminal, which, uh, which basically is the, uh, which is how all the Amanto can get in. It's kind of like, it's kind of like how people, it's like that giant bridge you see in Sacramento, or San Francisco, that giant bridge that let the boats through, that yeah. have to lift up, it's kind of like that. Um, I guess somehow it's the only way for all of the Amanto that come to Earth can come in legally, I guess? I, I, it's, a, it's weird, guys, we don't know. <laughs> Something, but, uh... It's a big deal, is all we know. Yeah, but, yeah, apparently in the, in, in... In the Gintama version of Edo, it's a it's a major, as Katsura describes it, a major world hub 
So uh, we need uh, we need all the strength we can get, and that's where you come in, Gintoki. Yeah, Katra's basically going on to say that he's already kind of an accomplice to our uh, bombing, so you can't really refuse us, and that um, if you don't want to spend the rest of your life in jail, you can come, you know, work with me. You know, forget about your doubts. Uh, that you're su- you've, you're supposed to be with us from the very beginning, and. Uh, Shinpachi and Kagura obviously don't know what to say, and they're just kind of looking at Gintoki. And uh, somebody uh, somebody kicks down the door with a crash, with a K. And, uh, yeah. And they're all like, oh, what's going on? Which leads to your next page, Jasmine. I thought it was really funny that the first panel, you just see them standing around, you just see these random guys come in, but they have the actual word, hut, 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 hut. Hut, 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 hut. But then we see, then we see the famous Hichikata. Yay! Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, the jig is up. Like, kneel before us, terrorist scum. I was like, okay. That's a kneel hard. before us. That was a little high demanding, is all I gotta say. This is weird wording. <laughs> it really was. It, like, when I read that, they caught me on guard. I'm like, did you just... I'm not gonna ask. I don't know where that came from. But... <laughs> But basically, everybody, of course, they're scared of the Shishigumi. I'm sorry, can I point out that guy looks as high as shit? <laughs> he does. <laughs> it looks like he just like it he just had meth, and then they just busted in. <laughs> I it just it uh, he looks so weird. Maybe it's because his eyes are dilated. And he's just like freaking out. I don't know. Ugh. <laughs> uh. I mean, we obviously know he's freaking out, but I don't know. He could have just gave him dark. I think if he gave him, like, just regular dark eyes. Oh, <laughs> uh, that looks so weird. <laughs> it does. <laughs> like, you guys don't understand how weird that looks. But, uh, go on. But they're like, we gotta get out. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> um. So, basically, they're running. They're running away, but then. I, I always find this funny, guys. I always said this really funny. <laughs> like, I always try to make fun of this. But, um, as they're running away, Hijikata sends the rest of Shigumi, Shigumi after them, saying, exterminate everyone last of them. Uh, every last one of them. Exterminate. Hey, guys, I always did something funny with this. Every time I heard that, I was like, exterminate. Uh, I just, I just like it that he has to feel like he needs to, um, um, Em- emphasize the exterminate. Right, he's like, exterminate? <laughs> it's really funny. Guys, I- when I mean exterminate, I mean exterminate. Right, he's like, if you guys didn't understand it before, I said it, now you should. Because, let's get, let's face it, guys, you're all kind of dumb, but I still love you. Right, but as we continue, Shipaji's like, who are these guys? And they finally... Yeah, I think it's Katsura talking, but he th- he says yeah, it's, they're... Yeah, it's Katsura. Is that? Okay. I just want to make sure. Um, basically, he says that they're the Shishigumi, also known as the armed police. They're a light... They're an elite anti-terrorism squad that is thin to, to wipe out rebel elements. Yeah, basically... basically, basically get rid of rebels. Yeah, basically, yeah, get rid of whatever's left of the rebellion and stuff. Uh... But, uh, yeah, uh, then we uh, cut to uh, Katsura running alongside Gintoki, saying, that, boy, these guys are pretty annoying. What do you want to do, boss? <laughs> Gintoki's like, I'm not your goddamn boss. You're the one who's annoying me. And um, 
Uh, all, all there's there's so many weird things about all the things Congress says here. First, first, I have such a I don't. It's not a problem. Like I find it yeah, weird he that they very, he, he is annoyed with a specific word. I find it I find it weird that they stick with casserole. By the he way. Yeah, I mean, I I'm kind of like at first I didn't really understand what he was talking about when he was telling me this. I guess it kind. Read it. I guess it kind of sounds like katsura. I don't know. Like the katsu, that that like that part of his name sounds like casserole. The rest. It's a pretty big stretch. Right, because because we say katsura's name is you put you take out the ra. That I guess that rhymes. Katsurol. Right. I guess I guess I'm saying it with a K and say casserole instead of casserole. Casserole, do a casserole. It's not casserole. It's casserole. But yeah, basically she's like, "Hey, casserole, you need a boss. I'm your man, even though I'm not a man." That's not what she actually says. Um, then she's, oh man. Um, and then she goes on to say, uh, "Dirty deeds done dirt cheap." That's my motto. <laughs> like that's an actual line of dialogue that she says. In here, and I don't get it. It's a very weird, uh, obscure reference to ACDC in in the English translation. I don't know how to feel about that. It's so weird. All the loves is ACDC. Um, I tried to look up whether this, like, whether this was like an actual, just a normal phrase, and not just the title of a song, but I couldn't find anything. So I'm a. Ass- I'm assuming that like it's just some kind of weird reference to this to a song that they decided to put into the English translation. But anyway, um, but uh, Kentucky's basically like, "Shut up!" Uh, that's that's a nice motto. You sound like a warlord or something. And uh, Kentucky kind of looks behind him as someone yells, "Hey!" You know, if Hijikata didn't yell "Hey," he could have actually killed Kentucky. But anyway, but of course, because he's the main character, they can't kill him yet. <laughs> uh. But, so quickly in the anime. But yeah, Hijikata seems to uh, swoosh in there pretty fast uh, and tries to stab Gintoki, but Gintoki uh, very quickly uh, kind of ducks and he ends up, uh, Hijikata uh, ends up stabbing the wall. Um, and then um, he basically looking at Gintoki dead in the eyes, saying, hey, pal, why are you leaving the party? It's a nice fight. Let's have some fun. And Kentucky's kind of being a smartass and uh, uh, commenting on uh, Hichikata's eyes and how they look kind of spooky. And he's like, are you, you off your meds or something? <laughs> and um, he's like, you know, you should talk, uh, coming, with a, uh, coming from a guy who looks like he has dead fish eyes. And he's like, yeah, thanks, they're beautiful. They always sparkle during my close-ups. <laughs> um, and then uh, we have a uh, we have a random guy here, seemingly, saying that, oh, Hichikata, look out! Danger! Danger! And, uh, there's an explosion. Uh, almost getting both Hichikata and Gintoki. And, uh, here you go, Jasmine. Here's a page that you can, uh, um, <laughs> recap. <laughs> oh, my girl. Guys, I just have a girl moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but this mysterious person is the be Okita. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, basically he's walking so nonchalantly. He's like, are you still alive, Mr. Hichikata, sir? And, of course, because he, he almost got blown to bits, he's kind of pissed. <laughs> and he's like, you idiot. 
Like, like you almost had me. And then, of course, and because Okisa is a smart ass, he goes, dang, I missed. <laughs> and then, of course, and he's like, what do you mean you missed? Wait, no, look at me. Look at me when I'm talking to you. Right, I, I love, I love, oh my god. <laughs> but, alright, so we find out that one of the guys from the Shishigumi actually found out where they were hiding, and he's telling them that they're hiding in what I think is a closet? I don't know. Because this panel, it looks like a closet, but then in the other panels, it doesn't look like a closet, so... I'm not really sure. We're, we're going to say room, because we don't really know what it is. It's just a room, I guess, yeah. So, as they're talk, so basically as they're sitting there, <laughs> Katoki, it's like he's just gonna perm, because his hair is all smoky and poofy from the explosion. <laughs> <laughs> and Kakura is playing with his hair. <laughs> <laughs> and we hear Hijikata in the background telling them to come out. And, and he says, and then basically Shippachi wants to be a smart ass. He's like, did you just change your hair? Because Kentucky obviously controls that. Right. So, then they're like, resistance futile. You know, all that cliched stuff. Right, he's like, this is the 15th floor, you can't escape. But then as he, as he is doing his little rant, or his, or giving him giving them the speech, I don't know what you call it, I guess giving him, him the regular speech. I don't know. Ka- Katsura is actually pulling something out of his kimono sleeve. Mm-hmm. And then, so, all of a sudden, we see this really weird orb in his hand. <laughs> yeah. So, Kentucky's like, what is that? And he actually says, time bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, and he literally says, I was going to use this on a terminal, but oh well. I'll give those guys a little, a little present. In the confusion, everybody run. Alright. And because of this, he gets Gitoki grabs a hold of Katsura. Mm-hmm. Making him drop the bomb of the ground. Yeah. And this kind of pisses you can tell that at this point little gets get yeah, you see me Gitoki is a little pissed off. Or or at least annoyed. He's very annoyed with them at least. That'd be too. Alright, if he's doing all this crap and you're gonna be pulled into it, I gotta be annoyed too. But he's finally like, what do you think you're doing? He's like, Katsura, please, just let this, just put this to rest. And everybody around him was kind of getting a little shocked or a little edgy because, again, what you guys don't know is that he's he's the leader of this rebellion, of this rebellion group. So all his little comrades are, like, a little on high alert at this moment. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they're like, so he's like, no matter how dirty... So Gitoki goes to say, no matter how much you dirty your hands, our dead buddies aren't gonna dance a little jig, and the world's not gonna change. You're already you're already dirty enough. Let it go. He speaks the truth. He kind of does because again, he, he him doing this is not gonna change anything. No, he's not. But uh, so uh, Katsura uh, decides to reply that hey, you're the one who's grubby. Mm-hmm. He doesn't sound like that, but anyway, yeah. Um, that the world's changed, and I, I'm basically he's telling Kentucky that he doesn't know him anymore. That uh, that a warrior should hold on to his beliefs and stubbornly reach his goals. And 
So Gintoki's like, oh, so what you're saying is you're going to keep practicing some, some, uh, some dumb reheated uh, Bushido code, and you know what's it going to get you? Uh, looking, for, uh, you're looking forward to losing more of your friends. And Kentucky's like, yeah, no thanks. I'm tired of that shit. It's my life on the line. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want, basically. And, uh, that I'm gonna live the whatever way I think is beautiful and protect what I want to protect. And, and, uh, yeah, Katra seems to be kind of taken aback a little bit. I can't tell. He just kind of, he kind of looks very stony eyed. But, you guys um, still get is that Katra has, he like constantly holds his stone face. Yeah, but, uh, and then Kagra is like, uh, hey, Gein, um, this thingy here that Katsura just had, um, I pushed the button. Uh-oh. Did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh... Maybe she turns it on. That's yeah, she, she turned on the bomb, and the Shinsugumi have their swords, and, uh, Bazooka's out. Um, and basically they're like, hey, come on out! Uh, we're really gonna fire this time! <laughs> It's like, they were, it's like they were giving them a little... What I found funny about that little panel is that it sounds like they were giving them an option. <laughs> well, I mean, they are they are kind of a police force. They can't just go around killing random... Uh, I mean, blood. I know that, but the way they say it, it makes it seem like they were, like, waiting there. It's like when people say, like, I'm going to wait to the count of three until you do this. And they go, like, one, two, three, three and a half. <laughs> That's what it kind of sounds like to me. And I'm like, why just why read that panel? That's what it reminds me of. But um, and then we get the return of the I want to go home and watch my show gag. Yeah, it, I'm kind of as he said, I'm kind of glad this gag is over too. It's kind of it's kind of annoying. I just found it kind of weird that Okita and Hijikata watch soap operas. Right, like Okita for one does not feel like the type to watch a soap opera. It's just sadistic. But <laughs> and 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 that Hijikata has a VCR apparently, right? So he's like, ah, oh, crap! I didn't accept the VCR. Like, we need VCR. If, if this manga wasn't already dated enough, right? <laughs> but um, but basically Hijikata's like, uh, fuck it, let's just get it over with. Azuka squad ready, and then uh, Kentucky and the other two kind of crash out, and uh, basically uh. Uh, I guess just uh, come out of the room, crashing down the doors, and try to get away from the Shinsengumi and the bomb. Uh, but uh, here next, Jasmine. Okay, so this catches on Hijikata and Okita by surprise because again they just randomly broke down a freaking door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're kind of freaking out because they're charging them. So they're like, "What are you doing? Stop it!" And as they're complaining. Gintoki pulls out the time bomb, which actually says it has 10 seconds on it. <laughs> yeah. So, he's like, you want me to stop something? Stop. He's, like, he's like, you want to stop something? Stop the bomb! <laughs> stop like, this bomb! Please! He's like, right, he's like, you're called the bomb squad. You have to, like, you must have, he's like, call the bomb squad. Call somebody. Shut the thing off. And of course, because it's a freaking bomb, even the Shisugumi are like, let's get the F out of here. <laughs> They're like, he has the bomb, let's get away from this dude. So basically, four seconds have passed since that, and they have six seconds left, and they're freaking out now. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. 
I mean, yeah, you got six seconds, so you got your whole little freaking phone. I freak out too. So finally, Sipashi realizes there's a window nearby, but by the time by the by they're ready, they will never make it. <laughs> well, by the time they finish talking, they won't make it. So. Right, but it's not, yeah, but it's not <laughs> talking because we don't know how, like because the way this looks, it looks like it's far away, but we all know that they they're kind of sluggish. <laughs> yeah, kind of just like uh, we can't make it. <laughs> but then finally, Kagura, she's like. I don't, this is a weird translation, but she's like, bite down on something. Well, because it's gonna hurt. I mean, but yeah, but he has something to bite on. What the heck is he gonna bite on? <laughs> nope. But, but basically, she baseball, she basically hits him like a, like a ball to a baseball bat. Oh, run! <laughs> and sends him flying out the freaking window. Yeah, no kidding. He's flying out the window. He's got three seconds left. He crashes through the window. And he's getting ready to throw that motherfucker as hard as he can up in the sky. He's got one second left. He throws it up there. Beep, 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 beep. And then, boom, the, the bomb exploded. And, uh, basically, Shinpachi's like, Gin-no! And then Kagura's like, Gin-sayonara! Yay, goodbye! <laughs> and, and the Shins and Gumi are just kind of like, Oh, what? What just happened? And, um, <laughs> and then, uh, we got Katra kind of standing atop of the building. I guess he, and I guess in the confusion, he had time to get away from the Shinsengumi, obviously, but, uh, there's smoke. What? Can I say something, though? What? The way that, uh, Hichikai is looking up, he's like, he looks like he's saying, like, well, damn. <laughs> 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 like, that was unexpected. Damn, what's the protocol for this? Right, like, I didn't expect that. Should we, did we still wrestle? <laughs> hey, hey, Okita, what's the protocol for this? Well, Mr. Hichikata, that would be die. Right. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness, guys are having so much fun with this. <laughs> okay, that so... That would have been funny, but... It would have um, been, he said that, but... Uh, but yeah, Katsura's just kind of looking down, and then he has a little flash, just a little mini... One panel flashback to what Gintoki said to him. Hey, if you got enough time to, you know, talk about how you're gonna die, why don't try, why don't you try living? Basically, yeah, basically, why don't you try to live beautifully? And uh, Kasha is kind of like, hm, yeah, sure, live life beautifully, huh? Well, what's so beautiful about how the way you're living? <laughs> and uh, and Gintoki's just kind of hanging off a store banner, I guess. The storm banner apparently. He looks like he's I, pretty high. Actually, I, I'd be kind of scared. Actually, I think they're on top of. Okay, they're a part of a. They're on top of a, of a hotel. I know that much. Well, yeah, but he. Yeah, I think it's a store banner. Yeah, it's probably a department store or something. I don't know. Um, but basically, Katra just kind of says to himself, "Well, I guess having a friend who never changes isn't such a bad thing." And uh, while Gintoki's hanging off of there, Katsura, I guess, has a ship ready for him, and he just kind of walks off into the ship, and uh, that's... Him. that's <laughs> uh, that was very good. I want to... I... Who would win in a rap battle? Rap Katsura or Pimp Katsura? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> that was so hard. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, no, no. We gotta put in uh, Will Smith Katsura. Oh, I don't know. That's hard. I'm, no, I'm, you just ruined a really good gag. You don't know about that gag yet. No, they don't know. They don't know what I'm talking about. 
they could for all for all they know they could be like oh they're talking about black celebrities again. <laughs> but then again, we already talked about Will Smith on the podcast, so. Yeah. Uh, but that's the that's not only the end of chapter six, but that's the end of volume one. Yay! So that's cool. Um. Oh boy, where to start? Uh, let's see here. Um. Um. I know. Um, I noticed something kind of while I, when I was reading that th- th- it's it's not the exact line of dialogue because for some reason they were referencing ACDC, but yeah. I think in the anime at least Cogra's like, hey, if you wanna if you if you want a leader, you can uh, you can always have me, which is because uh, I think Katra actually makes it kind of a running thing where he always referred refers to Kagura as leader. <laughs> and I, I think that's kind of cute. Um, and then um, got a lot of um, got the first Amanta War flashback, so that's good. And uh, I personally really like Gintoki's uh, uh, line there about instead of thinking about how to die a great noble death, how about you just think about living instead? Basically, it's a really nice. It's a really nice line. It's probably actually one of my favorite lines in the series because uh, that that particular scene to me really always sticks out to me, and it's always ha- kind of had an impact on me personally. Uh, but um, now that that at this point we've seen more of Hichikata and Okita, uh, what, what did you think of them at this point? Like, did you think they were funny at all when you first saw them? Uh, something. When I first saw them, like, again, when I first saw them, I, again, I thought of Hijikata being the one to fall for. But it wasn't until, um, actually what I want to say now is that I was kind of like, hey, this is a funny duo. Because when I I first saw Okita, he did that thing where he tried to kill Hijikata. I just thought it was an honest mistake. (laughs) (laughs) How wrong you were. Right, how, how wrong I was, guys. That, can we say I missed? I actually thought he was implying to get Toki. <laughs> Okita, honest. Like I honestly thought he was saying I missed. I thought he meant that, but he missed hitting get Toki, and and Jigata just so happened to be there. <laughs> Perish the thought. Right, but but it took me a while. It didn't take me long to realize what actually was going down until this one specific episode. This episode what had to do with dog collars. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. I remember that. I think that might actually be coming up in Volume 2, actually. And, guys, that kind of sealed a deal for me on Okita, because I was like, yeah, was, I like this. That was pretty good. Oh, like, that sealed a deal. I was like, yeah, I like him. Because <laughs> he, he was kind of bland at that point in time, so I was just like, I expected more from you. <laughs> Here, Mr. Hijikata, bark like a bitch for me. I, I think I, uh... I'm not sure which chapter I like better, but I'm not sure if I can really say that because they both kind of go together. But uh, I think I, I think out of the two chapters we recapped, I think I like chapter five a bit more just because just because it was kind of the start of us finding out about all the politics and Kentucky's past and all that. Yeah. But I do like chapter six though. There's a lot of a lot of good um, action and a lot of good gags actually too. I think general. Uh, general consensus here is that we like the chapter? Yeah. Pretty good. I like it. Uh, but I guess it's time to uh, go on to the next segment then. Alrighty. Alright. Let's go. 
All right, this is our life lesson segment, and uh, we have two chapter titles to talk about today. Uh, first one being from uh, chapter five or lesson five, whichever you prefer. Uh, first chapter title we're going to talk about is uh, entitled "Make Friends You Can Call by Their Nicknames Even When You're an Old Fart," and uh, I like that one. I think that one's kind of endearing, actually. Uh, it makes sense. It makes sense, because obviously it refers to how Kintoki refers to Katra as Zura. <laughs> I don't think there's ever a time where Gintoki actually calls calls him Katra, except for maybe like chapter 6. But I think most of the time he calls him Zura. But, uh, makes sense. Uh, I'm trying to think about, uh... uh no, I'm, I'm trying to kind of relate it to us here a little bit. Uh, I don't think I've ever had any actual nicknames. I mean, I gave you a nickname, but you hate it. <laughs> which which one was that? The cookie one. <sighs> I think I, I like to call you Jazzy, just because. I remember there used to be people in school who would call me Squishy, and I would hate it so much. It's because a certain person that we knew gave the nickname, and then, like... And then it stuck. It stuck for a good amount of time. Uh, and my sisters even used to call me that for a while. Like, that, like, we don't understand, like, that, whoever gave, like, the girl who gave him that name, like, she, like, it stuck hard. I was the only one that actually did not call him by that name. It stuck around for a pretty long time. I was, I think it stopped actually being used by sophomore, or, like, the end of sophomore year, up to junior year. Yeah, it did. Thank God. Um, but, um, yeah, so that chapter title makes sense. Um, I don't know about the next one. Uh, from Lesson 6, Chapter 6, whatever, um, entitled, If you jerks have enough free time to spread your terror, you'd better go walk your dog, Pero. Which, I'm not sure what Pero means exactly. I think that's, just, isn't that a Japanese word for dog? No, it's Inu. It's Inu? Oh, okay, my bad. Uh, I think Pero is just a name, which, that's a weird name for a dog. Right, I'm like, why would, uh, I was kind of weird, I was like, why would you say your dog, Pero? But, <laughs> But I guess I'm saying that people who are easily able to try to try to start things, you just spend more time. I don't know. Basically, you could put better. you you could put you could be doing better things. Yeah, I think that's what I'm trying to say. I think they're saying that people, um, if you're really to kill a life, you should be able to take care of one. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like, eh. <laughs> uh, like I don't know. Uh, I. Un- unless unless the message Sirachi's trying to get with this chapter title is, hey, you could be doing better things, uh, going about things better than using terrorism, then I don't see how this chapter title makes sense at all. Honestly. Hmm. I don't even know where the dog comes in, but... <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Does, I guess they kind of the, want... Does, does one of the Patriots have a dog named Pero that they're neglecting or something? Or maybe they're just trying to go by how they try to they try to terrorize the that that one group that was the dog people. Oh, uh, which which group? Like the, like when we first meet Kasra. Oh 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 oh. I guess they're bringing them back up. I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe 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 those dogs were treated so badly by humans that they left space. And then they somehow turned humanoid, and then they came back and decided we're going to rule all over fucking Japan. And that's how the Amanta War started. 
Who knows, guys? We don't even know about the about the title. It's so weird. And 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 maybe maybe Katsura was the one who owned that dog. <laughs> that would explain his love for it. Was no. It'd be ironic because Katsura would have started the whole Amanto racism thing. Right, like you. <laughs> that'd be that'd be like that'd be kind of fucked up, but that'd be really funny at the same time, though. Like I would, like I can see a lot of people doing that you thing. <laughs> be like Zura. What the fuck, man? So, like, I can see, like, it's, it's no, you just say that, like, Katsura, like, Zura. What? He be, he be like, Zura. What the fuck did you do? Right, he like... Did you do this? Right, he's like, please tell me this is not true, you didn't start this. No kidding. <laughs> he's like, and then he finds out, he's like, I'm gonna kill you! <laughs> uh, uh, but, um... Uh, yeah, so, uh, one chapter title makes sense, the other really doesn't. Unless we're looking really hard into this. Yeah, uh, which, that's the whole purpose of the segment, but still. Look, I guess we're looking too hard for our own good, I guess. <laughs> okay, I think this is the first chapter title that doesn't make sense. Yeah, or at least I can't make sense out of guys. Uh, but, uh, with that out of the way, I think we should go on to the anime manga comparison segment. Okay. <laughs> Uh, like I said just now, seconds ago, this is our anime manga comparison segment. I don't know why I said it so fast, but uh, uh, basically, uh, both we did. I decided I wanted to do both these chapters in one episode because, um, because. Uh, two, both these two chapters take place within one episode of the anime, which would be episode five, which is titled after the chapter title of chapter five. So, um, there's not really much different with this episode, uh, unlike last episode where everything played out so differently. Yeah, that's true. Like, there's this a few. Kind of this is very straightforward. There's a few extra scenes, like, um,. There's actually a conversation between Hichikata and um, Kondo, who I think we will meet possibly next 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 volume. I know that, but I I forget which chapter. I think chapter ten actually. Oh, uh, don't we don't we meet him in the most awkward way because of he's doing something to a certain person? No, 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 no. He's just he's just kind of sitting there. Like it's it's his first it's his first actual. Well, I mean, not counting the first actual two episodes. Um, it's his first actual appearance in the anime. Yeah, but also like in the manga, isn't isn't his first appearance when he's stalking someone? He's he's hitting on Otai, basically. Yeah. Uh, but um, but uh, yeah, I I, I don't the, the the conversation isn't really important. I just thought it was a nice extra thing, I guess. Um, showing more of Hichikata's blood lust <laughs> in general, so but uh. Yeah, no kidding. But I just realized something else in anime, too. What? He did say party, like he usually does. Oh. Does he Does he say that? I don't think he says it. I think he just says it in, in regular Japanese. But it, later on, he's like, let's party! I, 
Well, that's more of a reference to like. Sengoku. I mean, I knew all the references, but he still says it. Yeah, that's that's more of a reference to Sengoku Basara, if anything. Which I I love that show, but um, there's also an extra scene with Yamazaki, who yeah, who actually does make an appearance in chapter five, but but it's teeth guys. What happens about he's very forgettable. Yeah, he's very forgettable. So you guys, of course, when you guys read this chapter, you're like, who? You guys don't know who we're talking. You guys don't know who we're talking about. You read the manga. It's that guy that he got told to go find out their whereabouts. Yeah, that guy. Cause, and the uh, guy that was standing out, standing up in the background. Yeah, because in the anime, we actually get to see him do his job, which is basically uh, undercover spy kind of guy. Yeah, basically reconnaissance. But yeah, um, but in this, and then he's just like, "Yes, sir," and he's gone. <laughs> um, but it's weird because like. Because, like, a running joke in the anime, at least, is that he's he's always wearing, like, Prince of Tennis gear. Yeah, okay, guys, apparently he, this gag, he's, he's like, the Prince of Tennis when it comes to badminton. Something, I don't know. I don't know if he does it in the manga at all, but I know he does it in the anime. Yeah, and on top of that, he's, like, he's, like, the punchy bag of Hijikata. <laughs> yeah, and oh, there's a, and there's a, like... It cuts to him like a full frontal shot because like he's he's on the top of another building and he's like using his binoculars and stuff to kind of spy on everybody inside of um, Hotel Igedaya. And then um, you see him in his Prince of Tennis outfit and he's like, yep, all clear here. And then you see the back of him and like there's a weird panda right beside him. What? That's a panda? Like, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a panda, or, like, there, there's some weird, like, four-legged animal right next to Yamazaki, who's just kind of there. Like, did he, did, did, does Yamazaki own a panda? Oh, I gotta check this out. Okay, I did not know it was a panda. Yeah, like, I'll have to send you a screen cap or something later, but, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not kidding, there's just a weird, random panda-looking creature right next to Yamazaki. It's really weird. <sighs> it's not as funny as when you told me about the tank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just as random as the tank. <laughs> don't, 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 don't even get started. I still can't stop laughing at the tank. Your rant was hilarious. Um, and I think there might actually be a little more action between Gintoki and Hichikata. Oh, yeah, a lot more. Not, really? not a lot, lot, but... Yeah, there's, there's a, I think there's a bit more. I don't remember how much there is. But, but it, I know was, it was more than just him simply stabbing the wall. I was like, hey. Yeah, I remember that much. But um, it, was, it was a little bit more than that. Yeah. But, um... Oh, and there's also a there's also a funny little scene where they're running with the bomb and they're playing um, Shiratori. Oh, yeah. We're bouncing it back and forth like that stuff. <laughs> I, um... But for those who don't know what Shiratori is, it's basically kind of a Japanese little word game where, like, you start off with a Japanese syllable, and you have to, like, say words or phrases that end with a different syllable, and then that next person has to say something with that ending syllable starting at the beginning, and then so on and so forth. It's really funny because the way they do this is that, are they, are they like, tossing around? They're basically, they just... they're basically kind of hot potatoing the bomb. Right, you're just as I'm doing this, I'm hopping through the bombs to one another. <laughs> it's it's really funny, and I like it. Right, they're flipping out, and then they finally land on Kitomi, he's like, what do I do? <laughs> um, and there's a really weird scene right before the end credits where, like, Hijikata and Okita are, like, struggling to go watch their soap opera. 
and then like it starts, and then there's a news um, story, yeah, like, news story, and then Hichikata like drops a cigarette in Ramon, and they're both like, what? Right, like they fight, like they they like, use a rally, like we're we're about to miss it, <laughs> and then like you, you see them sit down, and like finally, it's so weird. <laughs> and then, I was like, you see, you start off, and he's like, shh, freaking news, and you just see them sitting there, like, what just happened? <laughs> it's so it's so weird, and I don't get it. I found it really funny because it was because I was like that's unexpected. It's weird that they actually have some kind of payoff to that joke, in in, in general. A lot of because guys, I'm not gonna lie. When they use that, when they usually do use that joke, I never really laughed until until they use that in this segment. It's just it's just funny that they have some kind of payoff for that joke in general. Right. It was just like wow. Okay. But you got it. Just using those specific, using those two to that point, it was pretty funny. Oh yeah. Um, because they didn't flip out like that. Also, did he explode the TV because of that? Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's weird. I was like, I remember Okita grabbing his bazooka and exploding it. <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh. So, what do you think? Uh, do you prefer the manga or anime on this one, Jasmine? I think I can go either way because again they're both very straightforward and they kind of stick to like and they both stick to basically what we what we seen. So what? I think either way, I think actually surprisingly, I think I might actually go with the mock on this. I don't know. I don't. Uh, that's first of all, that's a shock. Second, um, I don't. I don't know where. I don't know. Honestly, I I don't know what I should pick this time because I, I like, like I it's... like both. I like both, but I guess if I have to choose, I kind of go. With, I guess I'll go with the manga. If I have to choose, because they both are really good, and they both stick to the point. And it's not like it's not like the one we when we got introduced to Catherine when they were both majorly different. Oh yeah, yeah, that episode was majorly different. Like took, it's not like that at all. They took a lot of liberties with that episode, but I think it, but I think it was for the better of that plot. But still, right. But I honestly think that. They both are very good. I can't really choose, but if I had to, I guess I'll say the manga. I think they both do their job, and honestly, I think I I think I might actually go with the manga on this one too, um, because I think I might actually like the art for this man- for both manga chapters better. Actually, I mean, I will admit, guys, I was kind of o- I was kind of okay with the manga art until this until this specific chapter. I don't know. I think he's actually putting some improvement into it. I'm not sure. I don't know, like, something something about it, it seems... Different. I, it seems a little different, yeah, like... Like, you can tell something's a little different in, in this. Because, like, it's only been, like, six chapters, and Gintoki already looks so different from the way he did in Chapter 1. Right, so you're just like, something's different. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think, yep, a general consensus, I think we'll go with the manga on this one. Yeah, I know you guys are shocked, right? Uh, yeah, I know, right? Blasphemy. Um, <laughs> but, alright, so I guess uh, we have one more thing to do. You ready? Mm-hmm. Alright. So, this is our Translations and Things segment. And uh, we actually have a... We have a bit to talk about here, actually, because I have such a weird... I don't have a problem with the translation, but it's so weird. 
I we need to talk about some of this stuff. Like guys, it kinda bothered him when he was telling me about this. It really bothered him. <laughs> um like we'll 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 go from like least weird to most weird. I don't I don't know, something like that, but uh uh cause because uh, I pointed out last chapter that uh, the English translation you, uh, for Shinpachi, for like a line of Shinpachi dialogue, uses Mrs. Otose. Which, um, now that I think about it, you could pass it off as, oh, hey, maybe Shinpachi, because obviously Shinpachi and everybody else at this point doesn't know what her real name is. We don't find that out for at least another few chapters, but. You could kind of put it off as that, but at the same time, it's still weird that Shinpachi would use Mrs. Because how would she know if, you know, she's married or not? That and maybe, Shin you could also say, hey, maybe Shinpachi's using that wrong or something. Yeah, maybe, but again, I kind of see, I understand where, where Colt is coming from. Because why, when you do think about it, because I think everybody had this problem when they, were, when they heard Miss and Mrs. That they... They're, they kind of sound the same. They sound the same, but yet they mean two different two different things. Like for for instance, Miss is more of a polite way to say somebody's name. They say like let's say Miss Otose. So, like that's just putting it like putting a very polite wording on it. But say Miss is showing a symbol of that person being married. But it's also, but people, but I have noticed that people who even aren't aren't married still use misses. I mean, that, like not aren't married, but I mean the people who have actually had a had one have their partner die, and they actually still would say misses. But again, he could be using this wrong, or this could be a weird translation thing. I I think it's a weird translation thing, honestly. But um. Let's go with the next one here. Uh, Kagura references ACDC in Chapter 6. She she literally says word for word, dirty deep done dirt cheap. And at first I thought maybe it was like, maybe, maybe it's not just the title of an ACDC song, that maybe it's like an actual phrase that people use. But from what I've seen, it doesn't look like it. But then again, I'm not the best researcher, so you never know. But as far as I can tell, like, when I think about it, I'm sure if I listen to the song again, it probably fits the odd jobs pretty well. <laughs> probably. <laughs> or at least the title does. I mean, they do everything. I mean, they're odd jobs, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I know that's not the original line of dialogue. That's for sure. Um. I don't, I don't really remember what the actual line of dialogue is, she says, because this is during when Kagura is basically like, hey, if you, if you need a leader, I'm your guy, I'm your gal, whatever, but, um, I just, I just thought it was a little, it, 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 it can't be a coincidence, honestly, that's what I think. Um, but, when, when I saw that, I'm like, really, guys? <laughs> Maybe they just want to throw an American gag, and they're just like, hey. Sure. Sure, why not? I mean, I'm, I'm all for replacing more Japanese-oriented gags with more American-oriented gags to make the show a bit more accessible. But, it, I don't know, it's just a weird place to put it, because there wasn't really anything to get. She, I, mean, I don't know. It's just a weird place to put it. But, yeah. 
still it works i guess it's 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 not really an exact translation but it's more like uh it's more like uh interpretation which i don't mind that at all i like that but um oh boy uh let's get to the let's get to the kind of one of the two big ones here um the translation of the katsura gag yeah uh okay so because uh, uh, when Gintoki first sees Katsura, his literal line of dar- dialogue is, You, syrup? Cough syrup? And I'm like, I read that, and I'm like, What? I don't think that has anything to do with the pun at all. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about that, Jasmine? Like, I guess they just did it. I guess. It's a translation problem because, again, we know that Gintoki says Zura. We know that. But I guess they just want to put some weird, awkward humor into it. So they went with syrup. But what happens that, but the way you say syrup sounds nothing like Katsura. You know, actually, um. Unless you say the full cough syrup, and I guess I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, I guess I can kind. I guess I can kind of see what they were doing now, but it's still, it's still, it's still a big stretch. Yeah, cause it's like how we was. It's like how we were talking about casserole. Because the way they're probably saying is instead of with a C, they're saying with a K, and they're saying casserole, like casserole, instead of casserole. <laughs> I kind of want to. I kind of want to name the episode. Do a casserole. That, that that wouldn't make any sense anyway. Um, yeah, cat. Okay, you know, actually, now that I think about it, when you say it really fast, cough syrup. Yeah, when when you say it faster, uh, with kind of a kind of a Japanese accent, it sounds uh, it sounds it sounds kind of like katsura. Yeah, like how casserole sounds a little bit like katsura, except without the ah. Uh, casserole's the one that doesn't make that one's a bigger stretch. Yeah, I mean, like you say it really fast, it does sound like it sounds like Kazu without take, with, by taking off the raw. I I mean, I guess I can see what they were trying to do, but I personally would prefer that they just stuck with Zura, which I think they do later. I think they actually stop doing this a little later in the English manga, but I'm not sure. Well, th- this is something I'll need to keep tabs on. Uh, but. Because I think uh, I think originally the pun is that because uh, I think the pun is is that um, Gintoki calls Katsura Zura, which I think actually means wig in Japanese, which I guess would make sense because hey, Katsura's hair is long, so right he has freakishly long hair, guys, like uh, longer than a man should have his hair. It's long and beautiful. Right, like he makes girls envious. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Yeah, enough of that. Um, last big one. Oh Jesus. Um, this this one kind of annoys me a bit because it does. It's it's not a pro- it's not just a problem with the manga because it's a problem with uh, these um, anime subtitles on Crunchyroll too. Because uh, Gintoki apparently, um, I'm not sure if like I I think maybe other people came up with this uh, title. For him, I don't think he ever actually knew about this uh, name before Katsura mentioned it, but uh, apparently um, in the war he was known as um, Shiro Yasha, which 
Shiro, obviously, meaning white, and then uh, every translation I've seen has a different translation for Yasha, because uh, uh, obviously in this uh, chapter, um, both I think both chapters actually, Katsura refers to him as the White Knight, which, given stuff that we find out later in, or stuff that we kind of have to imply in Courtesan of, Courtes of a Nation later, that actually kind of makes sense why they would, I mean, well, I mean, because obviously that manga arc was nowhere near um, being published when this was translated, but coincidentally it makes sense. Um, and I've seen, um, I think in Benny Zakra in the anime on the Crunchyroll subtitles, I think they do refer to him as White Knight in one episode, and then like, um, and then they refer to him as White Demon in the next episode. I guess it's kind of like how people have a bunch of names for like one person. Like, cause it, cause you know, it's 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 never that they use a different title to describe Kintoki. They always use Shiroyasha. It's it's just the translation that's always kind of inconsistent. Which I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just think it's a little weird. And Maybe. and then, oh, no, I'm sorry. Go on. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say that. Uh, and in season five in the anime, I know when Crunchyroll picked that up. They started translating it as White Yashka, which I tried to look this up on like Wikipedia and stuff, and all all I was able to find was that apparently a Yashka is apparently a nature spirit in like Buddhist mythology or something. I it, it's like a it's like a type of demon or something or spirit, but I wasn't able to find out like what types of Yashkas there are, so. Maybe when they translate it like that, they're referring to a specific Yashka or something. I don't know. Um, I just thought it was a little weird, because unless you look it up, no one's going to know what the fuck that is. At least that's, that's that's my opinion, but I don't know. Um, I personally call him White Knight, just because I, I, I think that one fits the most, honestly, considering what we find out later about circumstances of things. Uh, I don't know. What do you think, Jasmine? Yeah, I I agree. I like I do actually call him the White Knight. I don't call him anything else besides that name. Like when they're when we are referencing the war, I will say White Knight. I won't say anything else. Because I think it's the translation that makes the most sense. Right, it kind of does make sense to call him the White Knight. I don't really understand why they will call him, like, the White Demon. I can see, like, if he acts like a demon, I can see it. Like I, can see a... how, I can see how they're kind of using it in the sense, but it still doesn't really make all that sense to me. It it just doesn't, like, it doesn't... It doesn't flow. It sounds odd, honestly, because it, it makes sense, but it just... Right, like, quite... it's kind of like those things, like, what people call, like... Like, they, like how people call a fighter like a knight or they're calling him like a demon like it still means the same thing like he's, he's still a warrior but they just have a bunch of ways of saying it hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah I see what you're saying it's like when they take a like a warrior and they call him like a knight or a demon or he's he's a demon he's a monster it's kind of like that but still for me I'm like no <laughs> yeah I, I I think we definitely prefer white knight Right, I just mean when you guys hear me talking about war, like Warzone Gintoki, I'm using White Knight Gintoki. Um, 
But I, I, again, I guess I can see where they're coming from when they say, like, white demon. But I think, I think we just put put those two words together. It just doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about, because I'm not trying to be rude or make it sound weird, but when you guys think about the word, the color white, you think of purity. And then yeah. you put demon <laughs> with that? Don't spell that correct. Honestly, I think that's that's like it's like a what do you call it? Um, it's like a foil. That's not the word I wanted to use. You know, wordplay. Not a wordplay, but it's like uh, it's it's ironic. I guess it's supposed to be ironic, but I'm not even sure. But I don't know. I mean, Kentucky's not really that pure. <laughs> Right, we're, he's not that pure. He's not, so, exact, not exactly the most innocent person ever. Right. No. But I'm guessing that, because when you guys think about putting white demon together and you take those circumstances, that doesn't I mean, make sense. I mean, he's he's killed people, for God's sake. Well, right, mind, so, but still. So when we put white knight together, the way, I know it sounds, I know a lot of people are like, well, you just said that white means pure. Dirty. So what's the difference? I know a lot of you guys are going to say that to me, but this is where I'm going to come in and say that when you put white knight together, knight also means loyal fighter. It's a loyal fighter that fights for what's right. Meaning um, they, are, they do have a sense of purity. Well, I was talking more in the sense of like, um, like rescue or retrieve. Yeah, I but still. yeah, I think because when you put white knight together, it makes more, I don't know, it just feels better, I guess you could say. Like, again, coincidentally, it makes sense. Surprisingly. But, uh, I think we should, uh, I think we should wrap up the show. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Alright, so that's the end of the show. Uh, I'm sure it's been a pretty full show. Oh, yeah. We had a lot to talk about. But I think everything went really smooth. Yeah. But, uh, not not much else to say. Chap- chapters were pretty good. Uh, we're past volume one. Yeah, so, yay. <laughs> so, we're on uh, volume two now. Uh, next time we're going to be talking about chapter seven uh, in, from volume two. Um... Oh, I just realized, you know what, we should probably... I need to, like, make a note of myself to, like, do this after the manga recap and and on the anime thing. But, uh, we should probably talk about, uh, just in case where they could find, uh, Gintama at. Like, where they could, well, read the manga or stuff. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just doing this off the top of my head. As far as I know, last time I checked, you could still buy Gintama Volume 1 on Amazon. I'm sure they I think they still have a few copies left um not to say that I don't know if it's going out of print soon or not but I mean you never know um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna really really hate that day when the manga goes out of print especially especially when if like if I don't have every volume on me that would suck um but uh yeah so as far as I remember you can buy Gintama Volume 1 on Amazon for like eight bucks or something, and then um, if you want to watch the anime, you can go to Crunchyroll, 
uh, crunchyroll.com slash Gintama, and uh, literally every episode of the anime, all 200 and something episodes are up for free. Like, the only thing you have to sit through are just a few ads every once in a while, but hey, if you maybe get a get a subscription to Crunchyroll, not only do you get rid of the ads, but you can watch it in HD. So that's pretty cool. Um, and it's only like six bucks a month. So, so yeah, go ahead and do that. Um, but anyway, now where can they, uh, I know what you're thinking, Jasmine, where can they find the podcast? Because you were obviously thinking that. Uh, let's see. No, what we can say? Well, so, well they, can, they can go check us up on our Twitter page. Yep. And, which is, which is Ginta Life Lesson. Yep, Ginta Life Lesson, that's right. No S. We talked about this before. You guys will uh, know about our no little rant about this. You, you guys want to hear his little rant about this? Go to, like, episode four. <laughs> no S. There is no S, and I'm so mad. But you guys can also find us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook on... On get to like lessons. Yep. You also you can also download on iTunes as get to life lessons, I believe. No, no, no. It's just um. No, yeah. Um, on iTunes, um, on iTunes, we would we would appreciate first off if you subscribe and rate and review on iTunes. It's it's the best way to automatically have the podcast downloaded every, um, every time we release an episode. Um, the thing about iTunes is that. If you type in life lessons, good luck. Um, if you type in Gintama, though, you'll you'll find us pretty quick. Yeah, so put in Gintama, and when you see Gintama life lessons, click on that. Give it a review, well, subscribe. Well, it's well, it's, it's actually titled life lessons. Oh, the false title. Yeah. Um, oh. Goodness. And then yeah, like Jasmine said, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash Gintama life lessons with an S. Um, and then uh, if you want to visit the website and actually read our posts or read the posts I put up for these episodes, uh, that would be GintaLifeLessons at WordPress.com. Uh, that's where I usually post episodes first. Um, but uh, oh oh, and uh, oh, we have an email if uh, you'd like to uh, because unfortunately we didn't get any emails this week, but that's okay. We still have other episodes. Um, if you want to email anything. Uh, email us about anything about like uh, about the uh, like feedback on the podcast would be nice. Um, thoughts on whatever chapter we may be covering. I'll always I'll always post reminders on Twitter before we record and stuff. Um, definitely email us at gintolifelessons uh, at gmail um, Still waiting on the back of that cereal box. I'm I'm gonna keep bringing that up until someone actually does that. Or until I get tired of the joke. One I, think of the- everybody, I think everybody's tired of the joke. I don't know. No, no one said anything, so I'm just gonna keep doing it. Well, I'm saying something. Well, <laughs> well, you're you you you're co-host, so. Ow, that hurts. Well, that shouldn't hurt because you're co-host. No, because <laughs> you're just a co-host. <laughs> oh man, but um. Yeah, I uh, can't wait. Next time we're gonna talk about volume two. I don't even remember. I don't even remember what's in volume two or how it starts off. So yay, I'm excited. Uh, I'll probably just look it up right after we're done recording. Be like, oh, that's what that's what's going on. <laughs> Ruin the surprise. But uh, yeah, I guess I guess it's time to end the show. So uh, until next time, this has been Life Lessons 
a the the Gintama Manga Cast episode five, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Alright. Bye guys. Uh, bye guys. Alrighty. So, wait, sorry, hold on, I think I went ahead of myself. There we go. Okay. So, uh, Otai, actually, did I say Otai? Otosei. (laughs) Oh, guys. You see how many O's are in this show? (laughs) There's so much, there's so many people with with an A with with O as their first name. I, I lose a lot. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've been using that for transitions with, um, sorry, with, uh, with stuff at the end of the podcast. <laughs> I don't know why, I just started thinking about it. So sad that they don't do that. Like they did that Sirachi thing once in that episode, and then they never did it again. Wait, wait did weapon Sirachi? The little uh, remember those little weird segments that they had in episode four with yeah. Kagura, where uh, they had they had the gorilla Sirachi gorilla do random things. Me and Luz watched it. Oh really? Yeah. That was... I'm gonna be a cheesecake. Which episodes did you show her? Like, was that the only one? You know how it doesn't start until, like, episode three? We watched episodes three and four. Okay. She laughed, though, and he was like, Just living is a pain. I want to become a cheesecake. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Poor Sirachi. Um, Alright, okay, I'm gonna start life lessons here. Alright, one, two, three, four, go. Spasman. Spasman. What? When did we ever call her that? Uh, I used to call my cousin that. Oh, you, oh, oh, she's talking about her cousin. Never mind. Oh, I thought. Once my brother was like, "Shut up, Spasman." <laughs> I was gonna say that's kind of mean. I was like, "What? When did I ever spaz?" <laughs> um.